Hey, hey, welcome back. Welcome back to the, welcome back to the show, man. This is, okay, okay. So for this one, I felt like I should do maybe a little bit of an intro to let you know what you info. Because <laughs> I, I be rapping, you know, just anyway. No, man, this one, okay, this was a three-hour conversation, off and on conversation, just two dudes hanging. My guy, Russ Green, once again, one of the easiest people for me to talk to, especially for this long, okay? Now, I know that three-hour talks may be looked down upon, but... And and the, the subject matter, you might not agree with. Okay, we talked about women and relationships the whole time. Okay, that's all we talked about. My philosophy on it and his philosophy on it. You might agree with his. You might agree with mine. Uh, I'm a little more tactful, I think. How about, you know what? I'm not going to say what I am because I don't know. I don't know what either of us are. I just know it's different, but it's not too far off. Russ Green is a divorcing, I want to say, not to put his business out there, but he's going through the beginnings of, of a, um, let me see, of a divorce. Like, so he's trying to deal with the kids and he's also dealing with dating. I also am am dealing with dating, but we're coming from it, we're coming at it from a different angle. I am sick of dating. He's a little more, he's got a little more planned approach. So that makes for a good conversation. And plus, we know, we 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 like making talk, talking shit to each other and all of that. I want to welcome Belgium to the, as, as I go through my analytics, I see Belgium is in there. And uh, I may have mentioned that before. Did I talk about that before? I don't know. Russia, China, Japan, Canada, United Kingdom. Hello, hello. Welcome to the, welcome to the show. There is somewhat of a, a a balance in conversation but a lot of it is just kind of tangents and we try to we try to stay on point what's going on today what i'm watching i was introduced to a show called Norseman uh pretty funny netflix check it out it is a, a lot of violence that's my thing loving it loving the violence vikings check it out Norseman, um, the Comedy Store. I'm watching that one too. That's pretty good on uh, Showtime. Uh, got Showtime here in the states, other countries. So, the Comedy Store is in L.A. It's one of the the spots in L.A. that comedians flock to. A lot of big stories out of there. A lot of big comics. Bill Burr. Um, so there's a comedy store and then the comedy factory. 
The comedy store is the rough one. It had Sam Kennison and Carl LeBeau, the you know the Texas Outlaws. It had um, you know of course Richard Pryor. Just a lot of names coming out of the comedy store. So appropriately, they did a documentary about it. A comedian named Mike Binder. Mike Binder also did Bill Burr's last special, Paper Tiger. Recorded that in the United Kingdom. I believe he did a movie also. He did a movie with Kevin Costner in which Bill Burr played, I think, a lawyer. So it's a pretty good documentary, man. It kind of breaks down every person, every personality, every comic coming out of there. Damon Wayans and and uh, Jim Carrey, how Jim Carrey got uh, Living Color. And, you know, they were kind of brothers going in, going at it on, on stage. Talked about Sam Kennison's relationship. Carl Bob, if you don't know him, he's a comic out of Texas, so I always flock to him. Bald guy, real energetic, but he got sucked in to um, Sam Kennison's world. Sam, Sam Kennison is a comic out of Texas as well, except he was a reverend. Sam Kennison, Carl Bob, had a young comic by the name of Bill Hicks. If you know anything about Texas comics, Bill Hicks is a big name. Bill Hicks died in the 80s, and he died of uh, pancreatic cancer in the 80s. And Bill Hicks was one of those guys. You know how people say, like, oh, you know, you got to watch. You got to watch Bill Hicks and and um, what's the other guy that people – there's a show. He's on Mrs. Maisel's show. What's his name? Damn it. Bruce, Lenny Bruce. These comics that you watch, you don't necessarily, you don't necessarily laugh. I feel weird about saying that. But I don't necessarily laugh at Bill Hicks. I look at his comedy and I go, he's really good at stand-up. Does that make sense? The skill of stand-up. I don't laugh at his jokes. I appreciate his craft, though. And... I think as a comic, you have to decide if that's what you want to do. If you want to be appreciated for your craft or you want people to laugh at you after the show. So that's kind of the 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 thing that I that I battle sometimes with jokes is this isn't a funny joke. This is more of a one of one, like a good thought out joke a well thought out joke and i like it so i have to decide if i want to do it or if i want to be funny you know and um you know comics like that are i think they're important there's always a, a craftsman out there there's always somebody out there that's might be considered hacky or whatever but you know they're funny the audience likes them so that's what comics deal with. They deal with, do I make the audience happy or do I make comics happy? So, interesting special. I guess there's five parts. Three are out now. Showtime. Check it out. Lovecraft Country, just done. Just finished it. Good show. I don't know how the hell they're going to do season two. No clue. What can they do? I don't know what they can do in season two. But season one, woo, every week. Just a knockout every week. So we'll see what happens. Good show. 
me myself, I'm trying to be, I'm trying to get everything taken care of, man. Trying to get everything done. Finally got my car fixed. Uh, took it to the shop in in United States. I'm talking to uh, other countries like it's a lot of them. <laughs> but you go to the shop. You guys got shops. Okay. You go to the shop and uh, I have a Honda. For some reason, you turn that battery off on your Honda. You need a code for that radio to come back on. Well, I haven't been able to get the code to come back on. I haven't been able to find the code. I, you need a serial number. You need to go to the Honda website with the serial, the VIN number, and your social security, like all kinds of crazy shit to put in there. And you get a code that you put into the the radio. It's anti-theft. It's supposed to help thieves not, you know, get it. Because you know what thieves want, a factory radio. That's what they're after, the radio that the factory made. So I'm dealing with that. I haven't been able to fix it. I called Honda Care. They don't know what kind of radio. Apparently, my radio is space age. I never knew. I I feel cool because when I started telling them about my radio, the lady was dumbfounded. Um. You don't have a power button with a with a no ma'am. My power button is next to the CD player and the CD player is above the monitor. Okay? But there's a monitor above that monitor too. You have two monitors? Ma'am, do you have anyone that's older than you that's been there longer that can help me? You don't know what the hell you're talking about, ma'am. She had no idea. Eventually, after 30-minute phone call, I had to, she said, you're going to have to go to a dealer. And if you know anything about dealers in the United States, they will charge you for everything. So for them to go in my car and get some damn code so I can turn on the radio, I don't want to pay 60 to 80 to 120 to 150. As the lady said, when she told me that I had to go to the dealer, I said, well, how much do you think it's going to cost? She said, well, it could vary. <laughs> 60, 80, etc. So, uh, I have to figure out what I'm going to do about that. I have, um, I'm debating on whether or not to get hard floors or if I should clean my carpet at the baseboards where it's the most disgusting because I did that last weekend and it looks a lot better. So for now, I'm going to keep doing that. It's very time consuming and I hate cleaning, but it's worth it after it's all done. So I'm going to go ahead and do that for now or take the easy route and get hard hardwood floors. That's going to be my next option. Um... I think that's it. Listen, you want to help me out, check out the Amazon link that is in the description of this audio, okay? Go down there, click on the Amazon link. That link will take you to this old camera that I have, okay? It's a Nikon D500. Don't buy that camera, but shop on Amazon, okay? What we're trying to do is 
to stop Jeff Bezos. He's a billionaire. Evil billionaire. Stop him from becoming a dangerous trillionaire. I don't know if you know about trillionaires, but if you hate billionaires because they kill a lot of people, you're definitely going to hate trillionaires because they ain't shit either. Okay. You buy something from Amazon, I get a taste. Buy everything from Amazon. Toilet paper, uh, cleaning supplies, uh, masks. You know, you won't get them until next year, but you can buy them. Shit. You ain't got to wait. Go ahead and get them now and wait for them. Well, you do have to wait, I guess. Give me the money. Okay? Don't feel bad. Don't feel bad about it. I'm not, I'm, I'm not asking for a handout. I'm asking for a little, a little, a little nibble. Does that sound nasty, my mouth? Just a little nibble. Hit me with that. I'll give Russ, I'll give Russ a bet too. You know, if I get a, if I get enough cash off of this one, I usually pay, I usually pay some of the people that come on. I give them a little, a little bit. So if you want to help out the podcast, hit us up, Amazon, and um. My Patreon, I don't think I have enough on it for everybody to join. So I'm keeping, I'm not publishing it yet, but it's coming, okay? There's going to be a lot of stuff on there, including the new documentary I'm working on about DC Comedy, a podcast that I did with a comedian named Chris Lamberth that I haven't put out yet, and a few other special things. My first album, um, so my first album is on YouTube and it's also on Amazon, but... Mm. That's the first show. That The first show is what I put out. All right? The second show is on my Patreon. All right? I haven't put that out yet, but I was still, I, w- I feel like a, I was a little loose, a little more loose in the second show. First show, I was tight. Uh, and, you know, the second show, I had gotten into my groove. So that's on my Patreon. And I'll announce when my Patreon is going public. So keep listening for that. All right. Without further further ado, we're going to my guy, Russ Green. We're going to talk some shit about women. Hopefully my disclaimer is good enough. Hopefully any exes listening will correct me if need be. Um, they're very opinionated women. Uh, I, I have to say I, I think I dated well when I got into my uh, late 20s. Um. Very opinionated women that will let me know when I'm fucking up. So even even if we're not together. So thank you all for listening. Check out Russ Green. Okay. All right. Now I'm recording everywhere. Boom, boom, boom. Dog, this shit is a little insane right now. You mean the world? What's that? You mean the world? Well, yeah, it's it's only gonna get worse. I'm t- I'm talking about just day to day shit. We trying to they trying to go make us go back to work, man. Fuck out of here, yeah. And uh, and and they got an uptick. So fuck out of here at like, the beginning of flu season, nigga. Please. Yeah, at the beginning of flu season, they like yeah. So we think there would be a good time to nigga what? <laughs> what wrong with y'all? They wild dog. Like they bullshitting, man. 
They're just out here like this shit doesn't exist, yo. Like it don't exist, and dog, it's like they're getting used to the shit. Facts only, dog. It's it's like they get it's like dog. You can't. Uh, I don't know, man. Hey, yo. <laughs> it was something about like. I saw either, I, I don't know, sometimes I can't tell if I saw this or I made it up, yo. But I was like, I fully understand how the bubonic plague took out Europe now, dog. Because, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just, they wild out here, dog. I was, I went to play golf with my son the other day. Hmm. And, you know, this is my, this is my little dude. This is my future, you know what I'm saying? Legacy, yo. Yeah. So of course, I got him masked up. I'm like, psyched to have him out there with me because he asked. It wasn't like I was pressing him. And yeah, we get out there and they pair us up with these old white dudes smoking cigars and shit. And he was like, Daddy, how come they don't have on masks? And I was like, Cuz, cuz baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For those listening, if you can't hear, Russ is doing the 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 black sign for uh because they white. <laughs> There's several ways to do this sign. It's you point at your hand. You either point at your hand, the inside of your hand, or you you take two fingers and you rub it across the black side of your hand. <laughs> that is the the quint. That's the sign of cause they white. <laughs> hey, I was I was talking to somebody recently who didn't realize that black people's hands. <laughs> We're, we're pale on the inside, dog. <laughs> right. I was like, man, white people are just completely aloof when it comes to us, dog. Dog, I used to do a joke about it, how we have to know so much about them to survive. Meanwhile, <laughs> they don't know shit about us. Like, it's white, people, it's white people that know more about polar bears than they do about... Like, you ever watch <laughs> Discovery Channel and there's some dude on that? Well, I've been living out in the wilderness for three months. <laughs> a photo of the elusive polar bear. <laughs> I was hey, what's your, what's your neighbor uh, Jerome's uh, middle name? I, I we've never really had the conversation, but there's we... a neighbor Jerome. <laughs> <laughs> His name is Jerome. What is he doing in near my flat? No. <laughs> I love that they're British. I love it. I love it. No, they're, they're not British. They're, they're, they're not British. They're just proper. They're just posh. <laughs> they're just posh. Yeah. So I'm like, dog, we have to know about you to survive. We have to know. Not only that, but also, remember that video when all those basketball players, the, the, the NBA players go, uh, on the USA basketball team, they were singing that fucking song. What's the what the girl with the piano on the street? She's in the back of a truck. Her video. I don't. don't Breaking my way downtown, crossing back, and I'm running <laughs> home. Back. What's that song called? Nigga, that Alanis Morissette. All these niggas was. No, that's not Alanis Morissette. That's not Alanis. She's older. What's she's a young girl though. Oh, uh, that was the ghost. And I remix. miss you. Do, 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 and yeah. I want you. Do, 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 do. What's her what's name? Name that, bro. What's the name of it's that? It's a go-go gym? remix of that joint, though. Is it really? Of course. It's go-go. so vicious, dog. What is the name of it? 
don't know. Make it anyway, there's a video of the whole, like, I don't know if they were on a plane or a bus. All them niggas was singing that song word for word. Hey, listen, right? man. Bruh. And they, but the thing is, they were doing the it, folks. they were doing it begrudgingly. Like, they didn't want to <laughs> sing that song. <laughs> it, that song was smashed down. Our, that song was in our fucking faces. But and that's their shit. Is that Sweet Caroline <laughs> journey? Yep. If you've <laughs> ever been out. And if, for whatever reason, Montel Jordan, this is how we do it. They just took that shit like, mm, this that's is ours. ours. That's ours. <laughs> that's not a whole lot of cursing. He's not talking about <laughs> shooting people. <laughs> it's ours. This is ours now. <laughs> this is how we do. do, do, do. Boom, boom, boom. Oh, that's so simple of a concept for a song. It's, it's got to the point where if I hear that shit, if, if I was walking into a bar, I would just turn around. I'd be like, turn around. Saying, this ain't the lick, dog. It's that song. It's Butter Love. You ever walked into a, a club and Butter Love is playing? <laughs> How I like it. It's just straight up like <laughs> me. <t> <laughs> <laughs> Try, but I can't find it. That song is straight up rape. <laughs> That's what that song. That's like oh, 90s. <laughs> Oh, hey. you dancing real close. Don't talk about next, dog. Next Nigga. is vicious, dog. Baby girls dancing so close. <laughs> Got nothing. <laughs> yeah, what happened to their ass? <laughs> what did happen to next? Nigga, they, they, they got people stopped fucking with them. They had another song. Um, that album song? was tight, though. It was. What's the song that when was like was 1997. It was one song when the dude was on a train and the door was about to close and he kicked his bag. I remember Why'd you say it was Butter Love? Uh, That's video. too close. One is Butter Love and one is Too Close. Too Close is the one you're talking about where he just like yeah. got an erection on the Baby dance floor. Baby girls, this is so close. <laughs> <laughs> ain't nothing I did because I'm a want you now. I mean, I ain't gonna lie. We all been in that situation. If you, had, if you were around 40 or so, you've been sure. there. With a, with There's a nice actually a sister from Howard Shit. That I re I remember dancing with her ass in Quigley's, and her butt was so soft, dog. It was, I will never forget her butt. So, so it's so such soft, such injustice, man. When you out, <laughs> I used to see dudes bringing their girls to the club, and I was like, "Nigga, why? You got why we're here? You already got it. Why would you bring it?" Because everybody Here. loves to flex, dog. <laughs> That's the thing. I remember, like, there was a point <laughs> when I was... understand that. My, my first girlfriend in college, she went to Georgetown, and I went to Howard. And so me and my Howard niggas would go roll up to Georgetown, and we would all party together, you know what I'm saying? And so I was the nigga, I was, like, one of the few niggas that had, like, a car. So back in the day, <laughs> this was, like, DC Live was the shit. Yep, DC Live <laughs> so, and Club so, Rents. My squad, Lisa Lincoln with their squad. Right. And we would all go to the club together, dog. And it was vicious. Like if you were a squad, if you squad up. But now but now that I think about it, it was kind of ridiculous, dog. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. Like, <laughs> but it was automatically fun because you had like a built-in dance partner. And yep. you could like there's no there's nothing you could not do on a dance floor that was that was too provocative because that's your lady. You know what you I'm gotta saying? have a squad with you, man. You gotta that's have a squad time. with you because if if the club, the club energy, man. If you want to talk about humans being animals, the club is the quintessential wildlife, 
Like, it's primal, dog. It's primal, man. You see girls, you see the dudes. The dudes that the women um, flock to, the, the, the women that the dudes flock to, you know, that's just straight. I think men are a little more in tune with our animal and will succumb to it a little more. Women are a little less, or at least they're a little less able to admit it. But they do too. Like the dudes that they flock to. No, nah, I don't think so. I think a lot of times women are women. women are into the guys that are, you know, you heard all the all the I like the assholes. I like the really what it is is the dude that's kind of like eh about you. That's where the whole quote unquote asshole thing comes in. It's not an asshole. He's just a kind of a guy where they can't read what they want a guy that they can't control that's kind no, of the, the asshole that's not my theory i think so, girls just like mystery that's what i mean <clears throat> if they don't know your intentions or if they don't know your like the the more they're attracted to you is because they don't know what your real feelings are once they know what your feelings are for real they can either take it or leave it but if they're if there's a mystery about it then they kind of go like let me mm, let me see well the thing is that some women else. generally don't like men that are transparent right when they're not being authentic interesting <clears throat> now Explains. when you're transparent and you're authentic women lose their minds there's a theory about um like dudes that are perceived nice guys doing assholey things and getting reprimanded for it by women yeah i mean so that kind of goes with your theory that goes with your theory of if you're being authentic, but you're not being, or if you're being um, transparent, but you're not being authentic, then well, women can, but the thing is women can tell the difference. I think we're well, both. We, can, we, we all have bullshit meters, Doug. Exactly. And, and we're comics, so we know this better than anybody else. You know yeah, we saying? read people good. We read people right away. Exactly. That's again, Read the Room, the podcast that we're on now. Ha-ha, read the Room, now. I don't even know Beth. if I stick to the to the podcast uh, theme. I just talk. <laughs> <laughs> I just fucking talk. <laughs> but I but what I've been finding since dating is that the more honest you are up front, the more compelled they are. Interesting. And I don't. And the back in the day when I was like, you know, I don't. Again, I don't have a lot of dating experience because I was married for so long. So my dating experience is like now <laughs> in the tw- in my 20s, which is like being stuck in a time capsule, dog. It's like it doesn't even, like I can't even really, I sound silly referencing dating in my 20s. That's so stupid to me now. Like it doesn't even make sense. It doesn't. But you're a fine nigga though. So how's that working for you now? <laughs> <laughs> oh, fine ass nigga. What did they call you? What was it, BT Magazine or something? I, ta- I try to do like a pre-show thing. What? Yeah, what was the magazine? What, magazine? what was the publication? Oh, that was Washington Post, dog. Oh shit, the Wapo, dog. I went and get. I went to the um, dentist today, and the dentist was like, "Hey, man, I saw you in the style section." Oh shit! <laughs> Did you get a cleaning or? Dude, I was shook. I was so shook, man, going in there because I was like, "Am I really about to go indoors and lay back with my mouth open, yo? Like, what the fuck?" No, man. And then let I people know. put objects in my shit. Like, that's this is wild. Yo. How did? How long did it take you to book it? Well, my initial appointment was in like March, April, but of course it was <laughs> shut down because of um, the virus. Yeah. 
Yeah. And so they were trying to figure out if they were going to still be in business. And then they got their, their PPP came through and they opened back up. And when they called me to confirm, I was like, I don't know, nigga, because <laughs> like I've been yeah. with them for like 12 years, yo. And I was like, oh. I don't know if I can fuck with y'all this time. And they were like, yo, trust, it's good. This We're doing this, that, and the other. We're spraying. At first, the nigga said hydrochloric acid in the air. I was like, no, you're not. He was like, <laughs> he was like I'm sorry, hydrogen peroxide. And he hmm. showed me the machine. Tim, I got to send you this shit. It's a video. <laughs> it's, this nigga has a fogger <laughs> like he used in stage productions. That was, right. that was spraying hydrogen peroxide in the air, dog. It was it was wild, yo. Why? Because they were wanting to kill all the viral load that might have been in the air from the respiratory droplets, dog. Jesus Christ! But I, I felt I felt comforted. You know what I'm saying? Even if that shit could have been water, just the fact that he I was, was gonna say like, <laughs> <laughs> could have been anything. He was spraying on there. The yeah. fact that that looked like so legit, and they yeah. kept saying we feel safer here than we do at home. That shit had me feeling mad comfortable. Hmm. Anyway, I don't even um, know how we got to talking about that shit. Just because it's just a little detour. What's the? <laughs> what was your? You said you had a theory. Uh, for what and what you've been discovering? Because I'll tell you what I've well, been okay, discovering. Okay. So I think we so, were talking about that. So since <clears throat> I've been dating, there are after your after marriage, after, after post marriage, post marriage, right? Most, you know, I, I mean, like, you know, my walk is I'm not looking for a traditional relationship. You know what I mean? Clearly, yes. I'm not trying to be married. You know what I'm saying? And I have all the kids that I want because four is enough for anybody. You know what I'm saying? Right. Have you done the snip snip yet? Or of course. I did, I did that, that last to... year, September. Huh. On Friday the 13th. So I got that werewolf. <laughs> right. Werewolf dick on him now, dog. Have... <laughs> is, that, is that something that you add to the profile or is that something that you let them discover later? I'm not, see, people keep asking me about dating profile. I'm not doing that, yeah. Interesting. Okay. I feel like if you have Instagram, why do you need dating apps? Because we can't meet people. I'll tell yes, you, you one can. thing. I'll tell you one thing. If, I, if there was no COVID, I don't think, first of all, if there was no COVID, I honestly don't think I'd be broken up. But also, if there was no, <laughs> <laughs> that sounds bad, but not really. Like, if I, if if there was no COVID, I wouldn't be on dating apps. I Can would we just, talk about what happened to you? And I would just man? be approaching. Um, in a second, I would be approaching women. <laughs> <laughs> Let uh, the streets know. Cold, Tim. cold. I would be approaching cold. No, man. We just kind of. We I I think I thought that we had a. Uh oh, uh oh. The hesitation, <laughs> here comes the lie. Are y'all ready? It's not a lie. It's, I'm trying to be diplomatic. Um, I'm cutting this Why part out, by the way. Speak that truth. <laughs> I'm cutting all of this out. This <laughs> nigga, man. At the time, man, I just felt like it, it was, it, it could have been, it could have been better. And I felt like we had to see. So I wanted, I wanted to see. Um, we've been together for a long time, man. And what is it like five years? Four. And yeah, because I remember y'all back in the day when you came and shot the pictures of the fam, dot. Yep. Oh yeah, she was there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, we 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 still talk from time to time. We're both dating, and um, we're you know still very friendly. Um, it sounds like you're in a town I don't hall think, debate. 
answer. It does, man. I feel like Obama right now. <laughs> you're you're very poised and I am. You know, a lot of diplomacy. Dog, everybody <laughs> talks about Obama. I'm like, nigga, let somebody ask you a question about about, <laughs> about your ex. All right, let somebody like, ask well, you a question uh, when you get, listen, uh, we're at this, and we're she going is to. a woman, and a woman. I am a I, man. <laughs> <laughs> She's uh, five six. Right. I'm here. We all uh, have choices that we make. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I might not cut this. Sometimes up, those but, choices are divergent. Look, man, <laughs> we, you know, we're both we're both grown ups, man. Um, I think oh, we're, man. we're both we're both uh, we're both kind of hurt by it, but I think it's just the process of um, you know two people that care about each other, so. I like that you said we're both hurt by it. We we the, are. That's the thing that I mean, not to like you know. I, no. I don't want to say I take I joy care. in hearing you say that. I'm just saying, <laughs> like, a lot of people don't understand that a breakup is not fun for either party. You no. Know what I'm saying. It ain't. And so for me, it's like a lot of people frame, you know, a separation and you know, an eventual divorce, as like this victim framing. You know what I mean? Like this person is now aggrieved. And I'm like, you know, this sucks for both of us. You know, it really does. Like, I can be happy with who I am and where I am in life, but I can be, I can still mourn like the relationship that we had and all the fantasies that accompanied it. You know what I'm saying? Like, what I thought was going to happen and, you know, how we were destined in X, Y, and Z. Yeah. And this period has been like compelling enough to try to, like, you know, think about, you know, tiptoeing back into it because it's a, it's a pandemic. You know what I mean? You don't want to be out here just with anybody. You know, you want to be with somebody you know. Yeah, um, that's the scary <clears throat> part. But um, it's just like emotional health, you know, mental health wise, like, I'm just like, that's not a healthy decision. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you just, you and you have to trust them. There's a lot of, it's almost, now it's almost like um, back in the day, so you you've been married for for a while um yeah tell me what's what it's like when, in the world so when i was dating <laughs> when i was dating four years ago uh before that you know you just kind of you 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 meet somebody um either you match or whatever and then you kind of get closer you go on a couple dates you get closer and then you and then you have sex man and then you either Wear wear the bag, or you trust them. <laughs> hey, yo, okay. So and we no, need to go. We look, need to walk man, this down right ain't now. No, ain't no How? conversations. Sometimes, sometimes there's no conversation about whether or not you've had a test. You kind of look at them and you go, "Are we, are we good? You you look clean. Are we good? Yeah, <laughs> yeah." Uh, some people you you give them the the once over and you go, you might try to trap me with some shit. Let me go ahead and wrap this thing up, man. You know, so that's where and and also that's where your body control comes in because you can't be. I realized this recently again. It's like you can't be jerking off all the time because you gotta be especially now. I got a good. I got a good maybe two a week so i gotta save them i can't be just uh i gotta i can't just see what kind of this is straight horseshit first of all you could beat your dick as much as you want 
That's what I'm, but, but what if I'm you're eating is, right, <laughs> but what I'm saying, oh, that's interesting. But also if you're eating right. You can skeet across the room with no but, issue. Doc. No, but the thing is though, how long will it take? So I think a lot of women now, the women that I'm dating, I don't know your preferences. I'm at yes, about a, I'm at about a 35 to 47 age range for comfortability. Okay. All right. Some compatibility, some, well, no, to be comfortable, but yeah, compatibility too. Bless you. Thank so, you. I'm sorry, that's illegal during coronavirus. If I'm shit. no, I could tell it was just it's a one off. Um, I can, <laughs> you know, sometimes you can tell somebody sneezing, like nigga, you've been sneezing. Yeah, you've been. You got some <laughs> post nasal drip. That's not the first one. It is up today, dog. <laughs> you no, need I to got take my your rapid, ass home. I got my rapid results today, so I'm all good. Yeah, I got it. I don't think I, I haven't had a test, man. I haven't, haven't felt sick yet. though. I've never been tested, man. But I'm, I haven't felt sick. Well, you could be asymptomatic. But That's the other part is like, to that point, I haven't been sick since this shit broke. Yeah. It's like seven it's months. weird, now. man. And I usually it get a weird. summer cold. But I think the summer cold comes from my daughter being at daycare. And she ain't been at daycare. That part. So, um, but yes, back to the dating thing. I, um, you can't what i mean is you can't masturbate with porn you can't watch porn that's where i was messing up in my 20s is i would watch porn and then try to have sex with someone after that and then it wouldn't work out it would take forever Uh, oh and my age range my age range 35 to 47 man you better hurry up you better get what you can get really (laughs) yeah so you got to start dating yeah. witches, dog. No, witches. Witches are How old are they? phenomenal. Well, the the witches I've dated are in the age range of like 35 to 43. 40, 35 to 45. Say witches thing? Rich witches, dog. They are the best women on earth, yeah. See, you got to be you got to have money to be like <laughs> and get a dude. <laughs> nah, yo, it's like <laughs> We'll, we'll hey, see my we're pretty. Get, we're gonna get into some cosmology here, <laughs> but if you believe in the universe, I'm being right, funny. Wiccans, you, ref, you reflect into the universe who you are, and the universe mm-hmm. responds accordingly. You know what I'm saying? So it's like here's here's what I'm, you know, pouring out into the world, and here's what's being reflected back to me. So it's like I'm trying to understand like what hmm. kind of power is that I that I discover within me. But I've been meeting a lot of women who. You know, not not to like you know be in jest, but you know they grow their own vegetables. You know they cook their own meals from home. They don't eat fast food. They practice rituals. They burn sage. They That's the new witches, nigga. Hot baths with essential oils. <laughs> you know, the new witches. A lot of yoga. What happened to the black cat and the cauldron, man? What happened to those witches? So you letting the white devil confuse you, young brother. brother, you don't let these Witches have always been of African and indigenous origin. Not every (laughs) witch has a green bump on their nose, brother. What they did is they took our traditional, original strategies and tools and skills, and they defamed them to make you think that that was of the devil. And they introduced to you, young brother, the image of a green witch. Dog, I, man, I had a dream. This is how bad this dream was. I was four when I had this dream. And I was with my mom and my sister. And when I was growing up, we had this big ass church that we would go to. Um, I think it's 
in a it was in a in uh, Waco. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was in a grocery store. It was on Waco Drive, like the main drive in the middle of Waco. Um, and it was so big, you would go like the feeling of the dream. You know how you when you're in a dream, it's a universe or whatever. Yeah, but it's ever expanding. It was yeah. My mom was with my sister, and my sister said, "Mom, I gotta go to the bathroom." And my mom said, "I'm gonna take your sister to the bathroom." And I turned around after they left. It was a witch right there, dog. And I was like, "Ah!" Woke up. I still remember that dream to this day. Nigga. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> still I'm remember so that shit. I'm so mad that that's the whole dream. Dog. That's I'm the like, dream. So, and then what happened? Dog, I heard, but so I heard her it. before. I Where heard her like? before she. She had a white but dress this on. Nigga is still stripped. She nigga. She was she, but she was doing the witch stuff. You know how they do their hands oh. around it. Oh. <laughs> I was like, man. <laughs> and then I woke up. Hey, Dog, look, I, I, ain't, some- I ain't scared of that witch, but them dancing demon girls from Lovecraft. Oh, nigga. <laughs> Dog, when she was in that bed, hold up, right, right quick, right quick. Uh, we're gonna do a spoiler alert for Lovecraft <laughs> Country for the next. What time is what? How when we start? Shit. Anyway, nine thirty-eight. I'll let for you the know. Five for the minutes. Next few minutes. For the next few minutes, this is a uh, 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 spoiler alert. Okay, for I had the, to do not this. the past episode, but the week past. Week past. Yeah. Even the last one. That one scared me too a little bit, but because I got, I got to do into a spoiler. That yes, <clears throat> I didn't know she was turning into it. Well, I saw that in the previews. You don't stay after and watch the preview for the next. I don't track. fuck with the previews. I don't fuck with the previews. That's I don't want to know strategy. nothing. I don't want to know nothing. Well, um, I watch it just so I know when I can watch the episode, and mm. I should have known from the preview of this episode that I shouldn't have watched it at nighttime. <laughs> so I was like, uh, I mean, but the no matter what, I think you wrote this. Like, no matter what's going on, whatever demon they got, nigga, the racism. That's the scariest part to me, because that shit is real. Whatever demon so real. they got, whatever. But that demon with the ghosts, or with the with the uh, the baby head and uh, and, oh, and with the, the basketball jersey. Body. Oh, nigga, Bruh, that wasn't ready for that one, man. It just came <laughs> out of nowhere. That dude got got his face smushed by the elevator. That white guy dude, that was in the house. None of that shit is as none scary of that to shit me. bothered me. As them tap dancing Harlem shaking Dog. ass, but <laughs> bent over backward, nigga. like lights glowing in the darkness, demon girls, dog. You know, you, like, you know, you scared when you ain't talking right. Hey, <laughs> nothing scared me but sept the, <laughs> the demon girls with that nap ass hair. Because <laughs> it, it was like, it was so scary, nigga. You know what it is? Any, anything eyes that, was yellow. Yellow, orange. Well, you, you see, you know, all of those images are propaganda where they mm-hmm. make black people grotesque. Picking you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's already scary and terrifying enough that you would take something so beautiful as a little black child yep. and make it so you know horrid. Yeah. But the fact that, like, you know, in the episode they introduce it, just mm. like with the book falling off the shelf, mm-hmm. and right then I was like, "This is about to be some this shit, nigga." <laughs> As soon as he drew them X's on the on the on her like either side of her, I was like, "This, oh my god!" 
Oh, when the maggots came up, nigga, I was like, this is going to oh, be Oh, my Lord, have mercy. But nigga, <laughs> but here's the thing about the demon girls that fucks with me to this day. It's Dancing. been like 13 days since that episode mm-hmm. aired, dog. Mm-hmm. It's the fact that the bitches come out in the day and the night. Yeah, don't like, give a fuck, man. <laughs> give a fuck, man. <laughs> it's, it's no escape, nigga. They just no coming escape, for man. you, dog. They coming for you at the, they go, at the they, train they station. Catch you with the... <laughs> they go... <laughs> Hit you with the Harlem Shake, Harlem Shake, <laughs> and take your ass out the game, dog. So were they? So she was fighting them, apparently. But her—that's not a grandfather. Her uncle. Her uncle stopped ran in, her, yeah. And he and they and they got her and they cut her or whatever. But yeah, they. Man. But that's the other part is like that's not even was the most evil like the evil thing that we think that they're gonna do is kill you. But mm-hmm. no, they're just gonna turn you into it's a fucking one of dancing them. demon zombie with yeah, them, dog. Man. That's so terrifying. Yeah. Damn. Do you ever do you ever sleep with like have your kid sleep with you because you scared? Of course. <laughs> Goddamn right. Here's the thing, dog. This is gonna sound so ridiculous. When the kids are over, I ain't shook. Cause I know I'm fighting to That's the death. That's hilarious, dog. That's I'm not so shook funny. At all. Same I'm thing. Fighting to the death. But I'm by myself. I'm like by yourself, oh, nigga. nigga. <laughs> dog. Here's a here's a here's something that I didn't realize. Right, every black person, like black people, when they sleep in their house, they they close and lock the bedroom door. hundred percent. Is that true? A thousand percent. I you don't do like too? it, but okay. I close it. Shit, I, I lock it. Close it. I lock it. <laughs> Fuck that, nigga. I want you to have I want you to have an extra obstacle to get to me, dog. <laughs> nigga, I got weights in my room. I put the weights in front of the door. I think it's genetic, actually. I think it's I don't know DNA. why we do that, man. I didn't because realize I, it, but they I was used like to snatch us up all the time, dog. That's maybe. Why. Yeah, you ain't just DNA, gonna be break. Dog. You can break down the front door, you can come up the stairs. You ain't gonna get in my bedroom door, nigga, without uh uh <laughs> It's gonna be but an I mean, obstacle or two. Nigga, I'm waking up, nigga. I'm screaming as loud as I can while I'm calling 911, dog. I'm gonna have some time. You ain't just gonna Are be calling walking 911. In. Here's the thing about me and 911. Oh, shit. I think I told you the story. I called one time, dog, and I'm never doing it again. I just, Jeez. I can't fuck with them, dog. I called 911 because I heard somebody trying to break into my car in the back of my house. It's right. the first house I ever bought. I'm like mad excited. Right. First car ever bought in Maddox site. So <clears throat> naturally I assume it's some little kid. I ain't worried about the shit. I call the cop. The cop comes in my house and he's like, um, all right, I've got the report here. Um, did you know about the castle law? And I'm like, what's the castle law? Oh <clears throat> he's like, well, in the state of Maryland, if someone breaks into your house, you have the right to shoot them as long as you don't shoot them in the back. And I was like, okay, okay. That's, that's an interesting thing to offer. Then he goes, hey, so just, just so I know, what do you want me to do um, if, I, if or when I catch, you know what I'm saying, the person tried to broke into your car? And I was hmm. like, excuse me? He was like, well, yeah, what would you like me to do? I was like, nigga, your job. Like, what the fuck are you talking about, dog? <laughs> I want you to use right. lethal force. Like, let like you, you, like, usually what are you talking do. about, dog? Right. Yeah. <laughs> what? What are the options? Just so I'm clear, dog. Yeah. <laughs> Do I get pickles with it? I mean, right. just so I know you exactly me? what you're offering. What are the services right. you provide to homeowners, nigga? <laughs> <laughs> well, we offer a murder with a yeah. uh, side of coleslaw. Right. 
what we'll do is we'll strangle him to death and then we'll make it look like he killed himself. Oh, okay. So, uh, you know, old, so a Tulsa. No, yeah. no, more <laughs> like a, let me see. No um, bludgeoning and murdering, no, shooting, yeah. none of that. Yeah. Man, they don't let us shoot anymore. Right. Because of the cameras. <laughs> the, he's pointing at his chest like the Oh, oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. Is it on? Yeah. Somebody, they turn, they turn them on. They automatically turn them on. Yeah, they turn them on. The DA usually erases it for us, but you know, just you know, precaution. Anyway, we got our subject again. Did we? I don't even know what the subject was. Women. Okay, dating, so back to the women. You're dating, dating, dating I'm women. dating, yes. So in your right. 20s, you're basically going around with the knowledge that whoever the king dingling in your crew is like offering to you. And usually hmm. he's offering you the most problematic of stuff like, oh, you know what these bitches want. You just got to run up on them. You know what I'm saying? Just snatch them up. Da, 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 da. He's giving you, you know, problematic game. He's giving and you the game that works for him. He's which giving usually, you the Which usually the includes problematic game. That is that has been inherited from like Uncle Don Juan. That, yeah, yeah. 80s movies. Yeah. Like pimp culture. Mm-hmm. Like anything that's patriarchal <laughs> and misogynistic and about dominating women. American pimp. Yeah. Shit yeah, like that. You know, rap music. <laughs> 90s rap. Yeah. Yeah. 90s <laughs> rap music. Where oh, niggas yeah. are like snatching bitches' bikinis off and like yep. pouring liquor on them. Pouring champagne you know. on them. Right. Yeah. <laughs> all of that. <laughs> so, I don't understand, know. baby. Listen, all you got to do when you get that champagne out, just go ahead and pour it down her chest. Right, and shake it up ahead. a little bit. Yeah. yeah, yeah Put and, it on and, that bitch's ass. And make sure you don't look her in the eye when you're doing it. Because you're going right. to see your mama. You're going to see your grandmama. You're going to see your whole black <laughs> family. So just look over her head, baby. The problem is, is that we're all indoctrinated into that shit, women and men alike. Yeah. Right. And so women are like, guys are so nasty because you're like this. And guys are like, I'm not that guy, but I have to perpetrate like this guy to get women. And so we're all playing this little game, like we were just marionette puppets and shit. <clears throat> but when you get to your like 30s, 40s, you get into the process of unlearning all that shit almost solely because you're married and having daughters. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You're like, right. oh, I don't want my daughter to have to suffer the ills from me, so I'm going to get out here and be a real nigga. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And in that real nigga shirt, you recognize that like women honestly just want you to be honest with them. And For the then most they, part. Because ultimately, and you know, the choice is, the choice is theirs about whether they choose to couple, partner, mate, date, whatever with you. You know what I'm saying? Right. And women just want to be able to know, you know what I'm saying? They want to be able to make a, you know, clear choice, choice about yeah. what they're involving themselves in. And what I found is in the 35 to 45 range is a lot of women want like dick and companionship. Yeah. They think Honest they dick, might though. want kids. They think they might want to get married. They're still got but that. Predominantly, like, they want yeah, dick and companionship. Yeah. Like, okay, are you going to, you know, blow my back out and fix this clog in my sink? You know what I'm saying? Or find Otherwise, somebody that can. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> if you're not going to provide these things, like, and they're willing to play their part. Like, if you unclog the sink and blow my back out, I'll feed you and suck your dick when you feel like it, you know, when I, you know, whenever you want it. And then you're like, okay, right. this is a good deal. I, like, you know, you do this joint and you go break and then you go right. and go <laughs> you play your right. roles, you know, run your route. <laughs> you know what I'm mm-hmm. I think um, the problem with those women too, though, um, You've heard of hypergamy, right? No. 
you keep saying this word and right after you say it, I forget. It's hypergamy is basically when women are going for the the better option for them. But we're all opportunists, Doc. Yeah, but it's it's a constant thing. And it's a lot of well, a lot of younger women do it because they feel like what they have to offer isn't the guy that they're with usually isn't worth that thing. So it's a constant, it's a constant thing. It could be situational. It could be, um, you know, a lot of comics, like you've done comedy shows and there's been a few dudes on the stage and then there's been like one single woman in the audience and she'll pick the guy that did the best. Yeah. That's kind of in that range of, hypergamy where she goes for the guy like he has the most value he'll make the most this is where women get into their animal or their lizard brain he has the most potential for to either protect my children Mm -hmm. if i'm pregnant he'll be able to protect us Mm -hmm. or also he'll be able to create better children meaning they'll be better yeah so um but none That's of us what are about men are biology. contending with. Of course not. Men are more. We. I feel like we do it too. I don't know if I look at breasts, like oh, that'll make some great Those things. Memory glands my, are yes. Weak. Will suckle that'll my be, baby. <laughs> I don't think I look at them like that. I just think that that's this. That's the simple of men versus the complex of women, where they're like his his um, the way that his mind is that the. Uh, he'll protect me while I'm pregnant. Well, honestly, like, Doug, I think that you may be giving women too much credit because- For a, what reason? Well, just at a base level, we all are very reactionary <clears throat> to our like biological makeup. But what I will say is that what women have over men is the emotional maturity to be discerning yes. about whether, whether they you know, want to respond to what their like urges and drives are. Like, a hmm. woman can fully know that a man is like she's hot for a guy and that guy's like effectively making her pussy tingle mm-hmm. but she can also but, say i'm not fucking with that dude because he's a hoe because you know he's what a saying? hoe right mm-hmm. whereas a nigga would be like i'm about to fuck this hoe in this bathroom and then i'm <laughs> yeah. gonna hope that she's not dirty you know what I'm saying? right <laughs> i hope you don't let me let me stick it in and pull it out real fast for what it gets in me <laughs> only gave her two pumps dog I'm yeah good. look I, here I, swear. Man. I was only in there for five minutes dog <laughs> How fast is AIDS? How fast is AIDS? How fast man? is it, dog? How fast does it run? I mean, come on. Herbie's yeah, man. That quick, we man. we don't <laughs> we don't think that deep, man. We don't. Um, and I think that. But the tingle thing—that's that's interesting. That's their. I think women fight a lot with their biological. They fight the biological with their mental. Like I am attracted to the to the to this person but i mentally i'm like there's no way that i can sleep with him because i have work tomorrow or whatever like hiccup they can they can have they'll you know that'll I pop it and they'll go by that whereas I men know that i can think that for women but what i will say definitely i don't i definitely can't think for women. women are more concerned about how they're going to be perceived than men are I think so too. Because of social conditioning. Yeah. Right. Like a woman is fully aware that she can walk into any establishment and leave with any man she so desires. 
She knows that. <clears throat> mm-hmm. um, but she I wouldn't may say not... any man. I wouldn't say well, any man that she desires. I would say a, a, a man of pretty good quality. But on the back end, where is he going to... You know what I mean? Because men, we like to... I think we've gotten... A lot of us have gotten good at showing high quality mm-hmm. for women. Some of them haven't. On mm-hmm. the front end, back end, whatever. Some of these niggas is sorry. But we've gotten good at putting out, putting the, hello, my name is De- Devel or some, you know, just showing that they uh, can. So on the back end, though, I feel like that's what they think about more. The back end of, if I get this dude, uh, the good looking dude that is at the bar or whatever, what's going to happen? What's going to happen on the, on the, after, after the fact? I think, again, women want mm. to choose. So a lot of times women, again, because of social conditioning, are not going to approach a guy. Right? True. Um, but if there are guys in the bar, a woman's going to be going to make it very clear that she's interested. And what <clears throat> women and men are both responsive to is confidence. Right. And that's why you'll see short niggas with the badass tall bitch. <laughs> Sometimes, yeah. Because it's all it's a confidence game, dog. We right. all are responsive to confidence. I, yeah. And what I would like to say, remembering like, you know, LGBTQIA, you know, fam, is this whole construct of, you know, men and women is more or less bullshit. We're really just talking about how we've been socially conditioned to behave in, in certain roles, right? In certain, in certain um, arenas and environments. Mm-hmm. When, it, when you get down to the brass tacks, you know, you can't help who you're attracted to. And when you're right. dealing with the decision about, am I going to pursue this because I'm attracted? There are a lot more <clears throat> pitfalls for women than there are pitfalls for men. Right. Right. And yeah. so women are very cognizant, you know, conscious of that. And so they're like, because of how I'll be perceived, because I can't walk and move in this space the way that men can walk and move, I have to be very discerning about, you know, what my, how I play this. There's not a woman I, I, I have met or have dated that doesn't ultimately want her ass in the air at the end of the night. You know what I'm saying? Everybody wants everybody wants to go home and you know have amazing sex. We're all of course on the inside. You know what but I'm saying? What the what are the the standards that will get you there? I think For that's women, where they. I think that's up to the women. That's what I mean. But what I'm saying is, I feel like they're for them. It's a lot higher than for us. And yeah, but all there's of a lot more broke nigga who's who's breaking shorties down. <laughs> that's a different thing, though. So that's that's a different context. That's a different context. That goes back to what I was saying about the nice guy that's trying to be the dickhead who who women can can like they got that spidey sense, and they go, "You shouldn't be saying stuff like that. That's not you." But if the mean guy, not the mean guy, but just kind of the, the guy that the, the asshole, as they say, is saying stuff like that, then they kind of go like, oh, stop it. You're so crazy. <laughs> well, it kind of, you know, and this comes from comedy again, and I hate to use comedy, comedy so frequently for, you know, the layman audience. But it. comedy is a lot about um, first impressions. Right. Like it has to align, like your game can't be inconsistent with how you present yourself. You know what I'm right. saying? Like, you if you don't to, look you, like the type of nigga that's going to spit, say the things that you are, 
that's right. gonna come off one or two ways. Either you know you're full of shit, or like she's like you know taking it back at the audacity. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And again, <clears throat> audacity and confidence to me are like hand in hand. Yeah. Um, usually <clears throat> they don't trust you after that. <clears throat> well, I don't know because you're not congruent. It's about being. It's about protection. It's about Can I protection. trust you? Can I trust you to protect me? And yeah, yeah. if you're scared of me, because I've been getting a lot of women test on every level. So mm-hmm. I'm getting a lot of text message tech testing where we'll, we'll be talking and everybody know where's your phone right now? Like, you're it's, using it's it three seconds from my it's hand in, <laughs> it's in so if it's i'm in texting three you, centimeters centimeters distance <laughs> let's let's say we're in a uh texting conversation right we're going back yeah. and forth three or four or five texts back and forth yeah. five for you five for me right and i text you the sixth for me now there should be either a text back within a certain amount of time depending mm-hmm. on how the other texts have been coming okay if it's longer than that if it's like an hour two hours immediately in my head i would go oh, okay so this is this is the test this is the i like him but is he a weak ass or is he a is he gonna send me the hello text the 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 question marks is he going to send me that shit? It's usually two, two hours, three hours, something like that. But it's just a small, it's a small test. If women don't know you, I noticed they do that a lot. And there's no like, yes, of course, they could be, they could be going, gone somewhere. They could have done something. But usually when I'm texting, I text a question and it's usually leading to when are we going to hang out again? Because I don't text a lot. So I don't do a whole mm-hmm. lot of conversations text-wise. That's kind of like my primary means of communicating with, with babes now. Because um, you can't, because you don't want to meet <clears throat> up with them or because you feel like that they... No, it's, I think generally, you know, again, I'm a father of four, I have a job, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I got shit to do. But... <laughs> Gotcha. Generally, women don't want you to be too available to them. It's not about, see, I don't text them about availability. I'm, I'm more texting them to find out when they're available and if we can link up. But well, I don't, here's like, my philosophy I don't like going back and forth, you know, 10 to, to, that's just like, look, we can talk about this when we see each other. The I'll, phone, give you, I'll, give you, I'll give you some phone game. Phone is God. just, you I'll, know. I'll give you some game. Women don't like making decisions. A lot of women, a lot of women, especially the women you're talking about from 35 to like 46 or whatever. Yeah, yeah. They have to make decisions all fucking day long. Right. But so they're tired of that shit. They want you to step up and play your role. But here's my, go ahead. It's like, hey, outside of are you free later? They want you to have the whole plan laid out. It will be when I find <laughs> out when they're free. <laughs> so that's so how here's I what, play. Here's what you do is you circumvent play it, that. I play it like, listen, let me know when you're free again, and we'll get together. And that, and for me, that's the end of me talking to you until you text me when you're free. 
No, see, I and I've been doing that. I've been doing. Trust me, <laughs> that, but that's my thing because I'm like, I'm not going back and forth. I'm not gonna be sending you news articles all day. I got shit to do too. So tell me well, when you're free, and we'll meet up and we'll talk. Here's we'll my general philosophy face on women. Face. Go women ahead. are always busy as shit until no, they, they start liking you. Once exactly. They start liking there you. There you go. <laughs> there's there there's not go. a time. So not trying to reach you. You know so, what I'm saying? So what is it about when you first meet them that makes them feel like he's supposed to feel like I'm busy? And I'm gonna tell you when again. I'm going I'm when I'm going back and forth. To me, Tim. Tim, I'm listening to you. I'm listening to you. I'm, to you. I'm not agreeing with you. you. The game is very simple. <laughs> because of how women have been socially conditioned, they <laughs> cannot appear available to you at all times. No, no. Because no, that no. makes them seem too loose. You what know what I, I'm saying? It's partly that, but it's also partly, uh, I think a lot of them are busy, but here's what I really, the, the, the big thing is they get a lot of bitch ass dudes. So they have to feel like, let me, let me see if he's, let me see if he's a little bitch right quick. They don't do it on purpose. I don't think they do it on purpose. I just think that that's how they look, man. This is a big ass world out here, man. And it's very dangerous for women, especially. So they have to be protected. And I feel like they have to do certain things out of fear because they're like, is this motherfucker going to protect me when I have his baby? When yeah, I'm I mean, again, you're speaking to the biology, and I'm not. Is he? I'm kind of. Okay. You're speaking I hear to the what social. You're saying, but I feel like you're projecting a lot of like male ego on the thing, like when you're, especially when you're talking that about could other, be true. these other niggas are like bitch ass niggas. That could be true. Here, here's the here's the reality. There's a lot of fuck fuck boys in the world for sure. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> and women engage a lot of fuck boy bullshit a lot because of yeah. the patriarchy and because of niggas like false sense of entitlement. Explain about that. How they can approach women. Explain well, that because I know what you're saying, but explain <laughs> that part where you said niggas think they've that put up with a lot of fuckery because owed I know what you're saying. There you go. Women exactly for either Basic money shit. or status, yep. right? Mm -hmm. Hey, I and spent all this money on you, girl. When you gonna give me that? When you gonna give me that uh, 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 stuff? And what we must remember, young brothers, is there's a broke nigga out there sleeping with a, on a mattress on the floor. Mm -hmm. who is fucking the shit out of some women that you want, okay? <laughs> yeah. And I say this to these young brothers so they can understand Right. the most important thing that you need to do <laughs> is get in touch with who you are, right? Because if you are confident about who you are, you could pretty much get any woman you want, right? Can we explain the dude that's broke, that's fucking all these? Can we talk about that dude for a second? Because I have a, a, I mean, I have a theory on relationships, period. And yes, my male <laughs> ego is drives a lot of it. And I'm right. glad that you said that because I wouldn't have I wouldn't have thought that anything about that was male ego driven. Right. Um, so hopefully you'll explain that to me too. But explain the dude that's on the mattress. I'm not I'm not because I'm not that nigga, yo. So I'm not gonna speak but, on on the nigga that I'm not. But, but I, what I will say what do you why say, do you think okay, well, why do you think he is getting all this women. What's the, what do you think it is? I have a, I have a theory about I've it, already, but what do I've you already think told you because he's as transparent to women Interesting. as he is authentic. Just because he's honest. 
just because he's transparent and authentic, mm, and he authentic. knows his role. Right. He knows what women want from him. He's hmm. able and willing to deliver. Right. Right. Hmm. So here's okay. the thing about what where women are largely from what I'm finding. Mm-hmm. Women do not like being disappointed. Mm. And where okay. women really fuck up is <laughs> a lot of women love to engage in fantasy. Mm-hmm. Most of the sexual like foreplay is about building up the sexual attention story and fantasy and the narrative for what a woman is going to experience if she's in your bedroom i feel like women need a lot of backstory to yeah. why they're in a situation exactly. men just need the sex but women need a story that leads them to the sex that's what i was getting at about the dude with the mattress it's like he's he's hired help he's uh <laughs> <laughs> he's a handyman there's well, a con- he- there's a context to them fucking I would say it's more so that women are a lot more communal than men are. And so when a woman is going to like get some dick, that's a story, not just for her. It's a story for her and her girls. Mm, Like, like the net, like there's not a woman alive that I've dated as of late. Who's not involved in at least two to three group chats with her girls. Mm Mm-hmm. Of course. And she knows all about you. You have an alias. If you ever send her a selfie or a picture of your dick, all the girls have seen it. Dog. Like, <laughs> you know that's, that's my joke. I'm doing that joke right now. <laughs> I just wrote that joke. <laughs> no, I mean, I've already, like, I've done that. that I'll, I'll tell you it. Like, I don't want to burn it, but. Um, so, so what I'm saying yeah. to you is. It's all going to their girlfriends. Like, because so it's communal. Build the right? story. They have to, they, they're, they're going to be in an experience where they're going to be retelling this story that they've told themselves right that's interesting but see where what women don't like is being disappointed so a woman for her to come out of the house mm-hmm. she's typically going to get adorned you know what i'm saying she's gonna yep. she's gonna have bathed herself she's gonna like moisturize mm-hmm. fragrance is gonna be on point she's planned out the outfit she knows like that's why she wants to know what the plan is so she can know how to dress. What's the She's plan? Gonna know what are we, where are we afterwards. going? Yep. You know where are we saying? going? She wants the whole nine. And that yep. not only because they want to have the narrative, but also like you, like you pointed to earlier because of their safety concerns. Okay. Right. You know, how close I, am I to the nearest Metro or, you know what I'm saying? Or right. In I, case, can see, I Uber out of there? Not you know what I'm exactly. Saying? Not, it's not the world. <laughs> it's not the world. It's you too, dog. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it's you too. Let me get women, away from this nigga in women, case he gets clingy or in case he gets. Yeah. Uh, Ultimately, women want to feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. Once a woman feels comfort- comfortable and knows that you are confident, mm-hmm. pretty much the world is your oyster. You know what I'm saying? Like, because she's going to trust you enough right. to go on a journey. And if you watched any movie or read any story, especially young, like like young adult stuff that most women love. Women love an adventure. Right. So once they're comfortable with you and they know that you're confident, then they're willing to go with like the dot, dot, dot ellipses part of the story. We're like, okay, you left the restaurant and now you're going to go find some after hour spot that nobody knows about. Are you going to listen to some jazz or are you going to go fuck on the rooftop? You know what I'm saying? Because she's, she's there. She's excited now. But the problem right. is, is like, if you've built up this whole fantasy and then you can't deliver the A dick that they want or your breast stinks or your <laughs> shoes are busted, right. you know what I'm saying? Or the like, 
you know, the restaurant is whack, you know what I'm saying? Or like, you're not playing your role. Like, you know, you got her in a crowded bar and niggas are like bumping into her, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's, you know, a woman is going to make the night for you. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you've invited a woman anywhere and it's a date, she's going to look, she's going to, she's going to be trying to look her best. And right. she's going to first assess if she's at her best by how many other niggas and, and especially women, particularly women, are checking her out. Again, right. because it's largely based on her perception. Right. Right. Niggas are not trying to do that. Niggas are like, yo, I want to close at the end of the night. <laughs> this is where right. niggas fail. What do we, yeah, what do I need to, <laughs> what do I got to do? How do you I gotta, close? You got to not look so desperate. You can't be thirsty, dog. Can't, can't be thirsty. You can't be, you just got to kind of, you, you got to be laid back. And no, you just got to be so comfortable within yourself that yeah. either way it goes, you're fine. You're going to you, be just fine. Because even you're if you're there, not comfortable, there are some times where I wasn't necessarily comfortable and I played it cool enough that it was, that it was okay. Yeah. The, the surprise pussy. The, the surprise, surprise pussy. Yeah, it was, fun. man. But you know what I think what comes with that is there's a lot of the backstory to that is, you know, it had been, it should have been the last date that we went on, basically. And this was kind of like a, you know, he took me out again, so let me go ahead and see. That's not, that hasn't been the case for me as of late. Hmm. As of late, women, and I think this may be because of the pandemic, they Probably. front load, like, when you're going to fuck and how you're going to fuck them. Yeah. Like, they're like, listen, I don't want to waste my time. Like, here's, here's how I like to be pleasured. And for me, you know what I'm saying? I think this is where the writer comedian comes into play and just my own, like, intellectual, like, sexual curiosity. I really am fascinated by what gets a woman off. I want to know, like, how she, you know, pleasures herself, what she's interested in, what kind of fantasies she has, you know, what is the best sex she's had, why was it so good, how does she, you know, touch herself, you know, I mean, whether it's penetration, whether it's, you know, just like, you know, you know, rubbing the clit, whether mm -hmm. she uses toys, what have A lot you. of warm up, a lot of. Um... Well, it's. um. <laughs> just saw this video today. It's like you got to you can't just open the oven and put no. your baked goods inside. No, man. You got to preheat. You got to wait till the you know oven is nice and warm. And then you can put your, your you know, your baked goods inside. Yep. And then you can have an exquisite, Because you know the, the batter is mixed. Yeah. <laughs> the batter is mixed and we're just trying to put it in there to make the cake, but. Right. <laughs> you got to warm it up. You got to preheat it, right? You got to preheat the oven. You might have to oil the pan, oh, the baking dish. You, you got to oil saying? it so it don't get stuck. It's so <laughs> much. It's so much, man. You got to make sure that funny, you are constantly beating the batter so it doesn't just, you know. That's. I think that's where a lot of men are at a at an advantage if they learn that and they stay consistent with that. Because for me, sometimes it's been hard to stay consistent with the warming of the oven. Oh, for me, man. it's been like the oven should be warm now. It should have been warm. Uh, so that's where the male ego comes in is because I'm getting um, complacent and I'm getting uh, a little bit entitled. And you're that's where I've got in trouble. Yeah, that's Women where I've got like trouble. Women do not like when you're bored no, with them. No, man. 
when you they want you to be excited about they want them. you to be excited right but so but they also thirsty. but also not thirsty but also to appreciate them because that doesn't make them feel special so exactly. that's where i've gotten in trouble um and of course my ego didn't let me believe that i was just like you're just lazy well you're just entitled dog so here's i'm entitled man I'm in because, I was, I've okay, been entitled. Here's, here's where mm. both women and men, and this is where I'm going to destroy the gender contract again. Mm-hmm. Here's where both women and men fail, mm-hmm. or what, what they fail to understand, is that expectation is the root of all disappointment. Interesting. What's most important when you are engaged with somebody, like when you're in, a, you're having an experience with somebody, is to be present. Right. That's, yeah. And to be present is a practice. Mm-hmm. You got to constantly like discipline yourself to be doing it. Otherwise, you're going to get Key caught word. up in what you didn't do or what you should have done. You know what I mean? Or what you, what, what's, what's going to be next. If you're doing all of that, you're not paying attention. You're not hearing what she's saying to you. You're not paying attention to her nonverbal cues, which are more like 80% of the, you know what I'm saying, the ways that human beings communicate. A woman is going to reflexively, because this is our like DNA and biology, you know, feed, like flirt with you to let you know that she's interested. It's it's gonna be largely like out of her control and largely out of your control. Like what a lot of women in my experience dating has been is like they find themselves like laughing and keeping their mouth open a lot longer longer than they realize. Interesting. Right? Because <laughs> because of like because they're like just having a good time mm-hmm. or, you know what I'm saying? Like, um, um, physical contact, a woman, if a woman's not interested in, in being physical with you, she's not going to touch you at all. Right. Right. It's like the, it's like, if you think about you gotta initiate it. analogy, analogy, it's like incidental contact, incidental contact is something you need to be paying attention to. Yeah. Right. Um, are you catering to her and are mm-hmm. you, you know, at least presenting that you care enough about her to, you know, for instance, wait for her meal to come out before you start digging into your plate. You know, are you interested yep. in her ordering first? You know what I'm yep. saying? Are you interested in making sure she seats first? Are you seated facing the door? You know, a lot of women are, are walking into this like baked in patriarchy, but all of patriarchy comes from this understanding that because men are so dominant and violent that women need to be protected from men. And so if you are like understanding of that, a lot of, a lot of you know, you know, dating women or talking to women or, you know, just getting to hang out and enjoy women. It's just recognizing the position that they're fraught, like put in and how they're fraught in mm-hmm. society and how, mm-hmm. you know, you're either cognizant of that and aware enough to make sure that they feel comfortable and that you're confident in that situation and mm-hmm. present or you're not and you just, and she's not concerned enough about you to, you know, waste your time. Because a lot of women, at least, you know, you got to get you women that really are going to spit some game to you and tell you the truth a lot of women go on dates with the with the backup dick already in play of course like okay so this nigga wasted three hours of my time at least i enjoyed the meal now let me go get my back blown out like i know i can from this dude with the whips and chains you know what i'm saying right true so because you got to know that though in the back of your mind if you're just meeting somebody that they have men and women i would say they have a backup plan there's a not a necessarily a backup plan of any uh, interest or of any type of somebody not somebody that you would ever want to date, but if you're looking, if you're especially if you're dating, and everybody's 
in the in them streets when you're dating, right? So why why would you in them yeah, in them streets? <laughs> or, or I hate I hate my one of my friends talking about one of one of the the ladies I'm I'm I'm, uh, I'm I'm talking to and one of my female friends I was talking to her about it and she said you know she for them streets though right like she <laughs> I hate that she for them streets. Well, here's here's where I, I found myself. I'm pro ho, right? Me too. Like I'm a hoe. I'm mm-hmm. I'm I'm a proud hoe. I know where I am in my whole life, you know what I'm saying? And I'm and I'm also very grown. So when you're a grown proud hoe, you can accept that there and and understand there's other grown proud hoes out there. Are you and really what a, I, Are there really hoes though is if you just got out of a relationship or, or or are you just like free? What I'm talking about is like being sex positive right and being very um confident in being sex positive being i mean understanding that there are other sex positive people out there like Hmm. what we're dealing with now in this current generation is a lot of reframing around like sexual agency yes being sexually empowered and being Mm -hmm. sexually liberated yeah so our generation grew up where niggas was always trying to like fuck these hoes and fuck these bitches yeah but women fully cognizant that the niggas are talking like that couldn't be the hoes and bitches. Right. <laughs> so if you do, like, like, you got to do parentheses <laughs> when you say, couldn't be, I'm not a hoe or a bitch, but, right. you know. It's like a Doug, what's that, a Doug Givens joke where she's like, how I can suck a dick, but I can't say suck a dick. <laughs> right. Like, it's just, it's a quandary. Everybody's Adele said like, that? Huh? I can't believe Adele said I, that. I think it was Adele Givens, yeah. Oh, Adele Givens, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's for me, it's, it's like, I've always been a fan of of confident women. Women that know what they want, right. that aren't afraid to ask for what they want. Um, what I have been running into in my dating life that are women are very uh, uncomfortable asking for what they want. Like they mm. want to toy around or like dance around what they want to experience. And for me, it's just like, look, we're grown. You know what I'm saying? Like whatever you want, it's you can ask for you know where does where does patience come into that on your end you mentioned earlier about knowing your um i I think walking the line between the the chivalrous line where you know okay this is where i can help and you can't say let me help you because a lot of times i don't know if you notice this if you ask Hey, can I help you with this? They will say no. I'm not following you. I, I well. Are you speaking in code, Tim? What I, what I've been noticing. <laughs> no. You Obama? Just, are you being Obama about the pussy again, nigga? What I want to <laughs> say is, look, man, these bitches is is uh, is <laughs> bullshitting, man. And uh, no, what I'm saying is that they they once again. Now this is my uh, untrusting eye. I'm doing the untrusting eye, like, what you up to? What you, what you trying to do? Are they testing to see, will you pick up on the signs? Because I feel like women do that as well. Do you think that is something, is that something that you've seen? Or is that once again, my untrusting eye? <laughs> I'm sorry, I got I, caught up in your pimp accent. Hey, listen, hey, listen, man. Um, Hey, listen, baby. Look, I'll get you anything you want, baby. Anything you want. Anything you listen, need, baby. Okay, again, and I said this earlier, right? Yes. 
women don't they don't want to be disappointed right right and they want niggas that are transparent and right. authentic right right like if there's a little mystery to you that's fine because mm-hmm. they want to discover things in you and they want to be curious about you no no woman likes to be likes a man to be in curious about them and they don't want to be in curious about you because then they get bored again everybody wants adventure right but the, at the end of the day, the real the, re, the the real issue that plagues a lot of women in dating is um, niggas being full of shit. Like, so when it's like, if you just want to fuck and have fun, say that. Say it. Yeah, yeah. Like, listen, um, you know, I'm not looking for nothing serious. You know, I'm um, just, just got legitimately out looking for, you know. To have a good time and have a good time, right? I'm trying to like figure out who I am and like I'm on, you know, I'm you know really discovering a lot about new things about me. You know, you can you want to be my companion on this journey, so be it. Um, but right now, what I can do is I can provide, some, I can serve this dick, and we can go eat, you know, exquisite meals. You know, <laughs> right. what I'm saying if you if you're down, that's what I'm yeah. that's what I'm trying to do. Would you like some um, companionship? Is there and if sex is a part of it, then that's good too. No, see, you just you, fl- you, fl- you didn't use the words. What I said is, I'm trying to serve dick and have fun. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> now, when you say I'm trying to serve dick and have fun, women can respond in one of two ways. A, see, we have a very different crass. Uh huh. Can't believe that you're talking to me like that. We have a type of woman I am. So the women that I've been engaging have been uh-huh. like, oh, bet. So here, <laughs> so here we go. So now this, now we're talking. What we're talking about is different ways to serve the truth or different exactly. ways there to, you go i'm not coming Elevate out these young niggas man i'm not coming out <laughs> with and that's the different like you can't i can't say what you just said to women because i don't feel comfortable saying that what i would say is i'm here to have fun i'm looking for something casual i don't really um i just got out of a, a serious relationship yeah. and you know but also i'm not like a piece of garbage and i'm not just going <laughs> so if you're down let's go hang out we'll have a conversation we'll talk not over text and um but i'm not gonna be like look i'm sorry i'm serving this dick you know what i'm saying like uh, uh a good seven to eight depending on what i eat and uh <laughs> nine in the summertime you know so if it's hot outside but <laughs> here's, but here's what i'm but saying that's that's then. what i'm saying i'm not comfortable saying that because that's not my character but for well, you see, that's cool again for uh, so you have to be true to yourself you got to be true to yourself or whatever the, whatever you're authenticity saying. and that's the transparency again it's right. like you're being transparent by saying look i just got out of a serious relationship i'm not looking for anything serious mm-hmm. right um, but what a lot of women hear is, oh, what was wrong with her? Hmm. Right? Or Fair. why didn't it work? Speak on that. Because again, Speak women love a story. They want the story, dog. They're communal creatures. They want to go back to the narrative. They want to like know, like, the girls are going to be asking them all the questions afterwards anyway. Fair. Right? Unless you get these women that are pro-ho, and they're like, I don't really give a fuck what my That's- girls think. That's because what I'm saying. I'm so, here independently walking. Like, no one's got my back but me. You know, if I let my girls know what I want them to know. You know what I'm saying? Or then there's those girls who are, like, the the chief pro-ho and their pro-ho crew. 
and they're like, oh, you know, hot girl summer, whatever, da 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 da, let's go get it, right? Until they're facing what we're currently are, which is a pandemic. Mm. And so that's where I really think that we need to spend like the meat of our time discussing now is like how um, we've noticed women behaving in the pandemic. What I've noticed is a lot of women are more seeking being coupled out of, again, to your point, their need for protection and security, right? Protection yeah. and security has a lot of different ways it can be framed. In a pandemic, it's, I don't want to be with a nigga whose dick is just loose in the streets mm -hmm. because he might expose me to the virus. Right. I don't want to be with some nigga that's Among ignorant. other things. Right. Among other things. I don't want to be with some nigga that's ignorant and gets on my nerves and irritates me because I'm going to have to be with this nigga for extended periods of time, right? Um, I want somebody that's, you know, like likes to have fun that I can talk to and is, you know, I can wake up next to without being alarmed at myself because, right. again, it's a pandemic and I don't know how long this shit is going to shake out. And I want a nigga that can blow my back out because a damn, I'll be damned if I'm just laying up next to some nigga who's not going to fuck me and, or eat me or serve me the way I want to be served throughout this, you know, indefinite period of time. So but for me, that causes complications because, again, I've just got out of a marriage. So I'm not looking for that, right? So it's mm. like I'm, I'm looking for a companionship while I discover myself. And a lot of that is just me wanting to be left alone. So right, to do discovery. That is true. So, so we, we have a, the, the middle ground. And this is where transparency is, is important because I feel like a lot of dudes don't tell the truth because if they feel like if they did, then they wouldn't get laid as much as they would like to. Yeah. But what they may not realize is that they're taking, they're taking the choice away. You mentioned it earlier. We take women want to be able to choose whether or not to be. Yeah, but I want to, I want to be very careful with what we're I, not specific about what we're saying. Well, maybe it's just a always second. a woman's choice. Right. No, no, no. I don't mean like choice to have sex. What I mean is choice to have better sex. Meaning, That's what I mean, once again, once again, the back end, not the sex yeah, yeah, itself, yeah. the back end. Women can have incredible sex with somebody and feel terrible after. So what I'm saying is for a dude to be transparent, to let her know, hey, listen, this is what I'm after and let them decide, because a lot of times Deal, we're, we're talking about context. A lot of times women are in that same context of, I just got out of a relationship and I want to slang these draws. So if you got, if you slanging dick, I'm slanging draws, who's, who's going to be hurt here? Well, so if they're telling them that, you know, I'm looking for a deep and, and, and she's like, left swipe. I ain't trying to hear that. Where is the dicks? Well, I want to see the dicks, right? Well, this, this, <laughs> women are not honest with themselves in that situation. And I, I want to click your Speak on that. To, Speak on that shit. I want to click, well, first, I want to click your respond to like what you were saying about a woman can be, can have amazing sex and be disappointed afterwards. Go for it. I, I don't know many situations like that. I would imagine that situation is like she fucked her girl's husband, right? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> or like, or like, um, I'm really at a loss, like, or I fuck my boyfriend's father. No, no. Like, I can't think of a situation where a woman's disappointed about amazing sex that they had. They've had good sex, and it's somebody that they aren't. Um, like toxic sex with their ex or something? Yeah, like either toxic sex with a with an ex 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 lover, or 
um, sex with someone that represented themselves a certain way, and then they found out later. I mean, we they, all they grow to, I feel like they grow to. Re, I feel like they grow to regret it more, though. Yeah, but no one wants to be lied to. No one likes being deceived. Not even right? lied to. Not even lied to. Just maybe not told. But I think once again, like you said, it's it's like the X thing. It's like they feel they feel used or they feel, you know, they feel like they weren't having sex with the person that they that they thought they were having sex with. Right. I well, mean, it's 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 important to know also, I want to say this before we keep talking about this, because it's important to know that we're not representatives of women at all. And I would hope that any woman that's listening to this, that's that's saying that it, y'all are talking nonsense. Just know uh, that just know that this is through life experience. These are the um, these are the things that these are the things that I've learned, and these are just my opinions about it. I can be easily swayed by anyone that would want to talk about it. If you feel like I'm speaking out of out of turn, please. Let me know. Uh, see, here's the thing, dog. I disagree with this Here, here's, here's the thing. Disagree. That's completely. That's completely. We are fine. speaking about our experience dating women. True. Right. But you we're not speaking for women. We're speaking about the women we engage and how they've been, how they've responded to how we've behaved and how we've demonstrated. Right. That's a very and sensible we, way we, to think about it. And we are pontificating. We're pontificating. Yes about how they've come to engage us this way, right? Yeah. I think that's okay. It would be it would be problematic where we were like actively speaking for women um, as men. That's ridiculous. That's what male writers do with like women characters that are very like one dimensional. <laughs> I, I hear what you're saying. I'm just trying to put it out there that this isn't the end all be all. And yeah. I want I wouldn't want anybody to hear us talking about this and go, what the fuck did they know about? Hey, we ain't talking for we're not trying to talk for women. But you got to realize, like, we have to say things like that nowadays because people have taken everything that they can out of context and they've made it into whatever little crusade they want to go on. So I just wanted to say that um, this isn't we don't think any less of women this is just what we feel is happening at the moment as two guys that are single and dating this is what we see and these are the things that we have to do and say to be honest and and truthful to women that we want to either sleep with or hang out with and um go ahead and 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 fuck it up well here's 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 what i'll say here's what i'll say i think it's i think what you offered is fair as like a disclaimer and just to like clear the air that we don't speak on behalf of women but i don't think it's i think it's a bit disingenuous to say we we are not representing women because we are two cis hetero dudes mm -hmm. dating six cis hetero women, women. so we are representative of one another in what? our experience with women this is what we've experienced and their experience with men this is what they've experienced for mm -hmm. me to come up with this notion of like women and fuck boys, that's because women have talked to me about the fuck boys they've dated. Right. And they've talked to me in women where they have the, you know, multi-orgasmic experience because they've talked to me about the multi-orgasmic experience they've had. Right. Or the dude that they love that doesn't love them back. Or like the dude that they want that doesn't know they exist. Right. Mm -hmm. Or the dude that they wanted to talk to, but they didn't have the confidence to. 
or the one that got away. You know, you don't get to these places as two 40 plus year old men without a look experience with women. So of course, I don't think we're talking out of our ass. I think that we're just largely again, going on a, you know, mental exercise. (laughs) Again, again, trust me, I wouldn't, I don't think I I would, I don't think you would let me engage in a conversation this long about women if it was derogatory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I just want to make sure that the people that are looking, I feel like there are people that are looking for fuck shit so they can put it on their little blog or whatever. I want to make sure that that they, I want to make sure that they know, we know that we are two dudes talking about women and there are no women to quote unquote represent. Cause that's what they usually try to say is, you don't have now woman representing you. Look at these two dudes talking about women. They don't have no woman to represent listen, the women's listen. side of it. This is the beauty that's, of being over I'm speaking, 40. I'm speaking of- You give less of a fuck about the fuck shit because niggas are always gonna talk fuck shit. They right? always are. I and know. so for me, it's like, just, I, I give less of a fuck what strangers think about me than I do about the people that are in my circle. Here's the sad part. Here's the sad part. It might not be strangers. That's that's, that's why I I was hoping you'd say that. That's why you say that. That's why I say this is because (laughs) there are people that I know and these motherfuckers. (laughs) I'm like, dog, don't what's what's the 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 crusade you're on now? I don't want to be a part of I don't want to be a part of none of that because people don't look up shit. They just hear a little piece of something and they go, yeah. Him and Russ were talking about uh, <laughs> bitches, and because technically we are talking about bitches, we <laughs> we have been talking about fuck boys. It's it's like they build the case. Don't get me wrong, this is a preemptive strike, so I might sound crazy talking about this shit, talking about the the imaginary uh, 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 offended person. Right. Well, here, here's where I'm with it, Tim. I'd rather say this than and get that backlash and not say it and get the nonsense. I'm I'm speaking as a person who is unlearning their own problematic behaviors and and walking through in the journey of self discovery my own, you know, bad choices. We all are at forty, dog. So that's what forty is to me. So it's like what I'm really trying to offer to the young brothers or the brothers in the game now knowledge is is some knowledge like some experience and some reflection like look here's what i've experienced here's what i think is a waste of your time here's what i think um i could have done different here's you know what i wish i had known when i was you know you know coming up so i could have been more discerning about the people that i entertained and i could have spent less time wondering you know and being curious about the women that i wanted and just step into them you know what i'm saying so um but back to these hoes. Uh, you know what I'm <laughs> exactly. Because back to these hoes. that's who, um, that's kind of who we're talking about. We're all but see here's, not, here's in not in a bad way. Not in a bad way. Yeah. A lot of us struggle. We're most of us are bad listeners. Most of us are bad communicators. Mm-hmm. Most of most of us don't um, aren't comfortable. Um, asserting our boundaries mm-hmm. and therefore not respecting other people's boundaries. Right. Most of us are not comfortable asking for what we want. Most of us are largely like, you know, acquiescing to what other people want from us mm-hmm. instead of standing in our truth and our power. And so 
that's the reflection of each of one another that I'm talking about. So what I'm saying is when I'm speaking to women and I say, I want to serve dick and have fun because <laughs> do you type it? Do you put I'm that not, in your profile? <laughs> again, I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm not on text. I'm not on dating apps, dog. I'm not doing that shit. I'm not doing that shit. What I'm saying is, um, I'm not. I'm not this guy that's out there just trying to be provocative. I'm just being very real about where I am. You know what I'm saying? So if a woman is indicated to me that she's interested in me sexually, um, I want to know what type of sex she wants to have. Mm. And I want her to be very clear about what my role in sex is going to be. Like, look, yeah, I know that you can have a lot of fun by yourself because most women have orgasms more consistently with themselves than they do with dudes. Yep. But if you want a dick in your life, right. I know what my role is. A real, <laughs> a, a real, a real one. Right. Taken <laughs> by I mean, dicks. Even, well, it's not even a dick. It's my dick. If yeah, you want my, you dick, want my dick in your life, I'm clear about how yeah. I want to serve. Right, right and what that serve in servicing I'm I'm providing, right. but also I'm you know this is game, I'm gonna offer my son, and potentially you know my daughters, um, who want to pleasure women, is typically the dick is the last is like the headliner. You know what I'm saying? It is kind of yeah. like the last thing. I'm trying to think. I've I've been trying to think of a good joke for the for the for what but the dick represents. But listen, dog, you keep cut. Don't cut me off. This I'm getting. Let me get to the. Let me get to the get meat to the meat, man. My bad. Get to the meat. <laughs> a lot of us need to reframe how we think about sex so it's not centered around the penis. Speak on and it. And when, when I'm talking about the penis, I mean penetrating the vagina, right? Yes. And ejaculating and then the whole deed is done. Right. That's centered around male pleasure. If you mm. think about sex as a place you go instead of something you do, you're going to have a way better time because then you have all of your instruments available to you. You got your, you got your tongue, your nose, your fingers, your toes, you know what I'm saying? Your lips, you got, you the eye fuck, you can do a lot of stuff before you even think about the dick, which largely is an unreliable, you know, character actor in the show. You know Nigga, what I'm saying? Nigga, did you say eye fucking? Just let me, just right yeah, quick. Just let me get you, okay. Look. All right. Have you ever, okay. I'm open minded. Has a woman ever looked at you? I've seen Japanese and, and porn. Has a woman ever looked at you and you've been like, oh, I know what she wants. I fucking, I got you. Right, so you have the same capacity. Right, right. Like, and women are like, <laughs> you ever looked at a woman and she like covers her chest? You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because you're like, you're being too aggressive. Yeah. <laughs> Reckless eyeballing and yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, no, we're not at that level yet. You can just look so, me up and down. Ex I'm glad you said that. At that level yet, right? Speak There's a time it. and a place for all of that. And for me, it's like, um, what was that movie with um, Issa Rae and um, Daniel, but they were other characters. I can't, it just came out recently. It was like a, it was, everybody was gassing it like it was going to be the new Love Jones, but it was really, it fell kind of flat. Oh, uh, the photographer. Like, the photographer, yeah. Well, uh, okay, so there's, <laughs> there's a scene in the photographer. Stanfield. Lakeith yeah. Stanfield. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a scene in the photographer where the mother character, like, um, has sex with the father character for the first time, and she, like, takes off her top. And this nigga's eyes never leave her eyes. And I'm like, this is complete bullshit. Like, if I had wrote this scene, the second she took the top off, this nigga's eyes would have fallen to her D cups. Cause that, I mean, it's, it's not the time to be the respectful nigga anymore. <laughs> right, right. Why are you being a church nigga right they now? They gotta like, build, they gotta, they gotta build that tension though. It's a movie. 
Yeah, but it's also it's unrealistic. If it, of if course a shorty with D cups takes off her her bra, right? You better be looking at them titties, nigga. Like yeah, what's wrong yeah. with you? Yeah. So you're women is okay, in love, here, nigga. Here's where I am with the, with women. Women know that they're women. Yes. And they know that the world has created a place for them. But don't nobody want to live inside of a box, yo. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, but also part of being a woman that I would imagine is the most one of the most exciting things about being a woman is the multiple different ways that you can experience pleasure. Right. And a woman wants to be taken on that journey. Right. But she wants to feel confident and comfortable with the person that she's experiencing that with. And so for me, yeah. it's just like, in order for you to understand who that woman is and for her oh, really? to like convey that to you, you have to, it's 90% of it is communication. And mm -hmm. it's all the preamble. And that pre communication could be body language, it could be energy, it could be whatever, you know what I'm saying? Ver you know, verbal game, whatever. But for me, it's a lot of like, you know, you're, you're, you're not interrogating. No one wants to be interrogated, but you're asking about like, you know, the type of woman she is and what she's interested in experiencing. Women watch porn too, nigga. So like, I'm saying you're not the only one beating off. They the porn. really do, man. They really do. They <laughs> so, have to like, find the one, the kind that they like too. Yeah. So I'll ask a woman like, send me a clip of the porn that you enjoy. Mm -hmm. Or who do you like to see fuck? Or, right. Or how are they fucking each other? You know what I'm saying? And and most of the times when we watch movies, because human beings are very basic, we're looking at our, we're trying to find ourselves in the story. So yep. when you watch a porn with a shorty, like, who are you in this story? Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So a lot of that is just like us, all of us being able to evolve um, emotionally and maturely enough to be able to express those things without feeling like some fuck boys about it and some bitches about it. Like, you don't, what did, what's that Chris Rock say, joke say? You can, <laughs> like a woman wants to suck your dick based on how you ask her to do it. <laughs> so yeah, some yeah. shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, now you uh, gotta drop would off. You, uh, would you, uh, <laughs> eh, would you, eh, would you, excuse me, eh. <laughs> Yeah. Do you think that uh, men could do better? Yes. Or did, I kind of know what you're going to say. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was going to, yeah, yeah. I feel like First we could time. do a lot better on our yeah. end. But I also think that's a, a patriarchal thing of it ends with me. When I, when I have an orgasm, it's all over, it's all done with. And the faster we get to that, the um, not the better it is, but that's when it kind of starts. When in actuality, for women, it starts way before that. Yeah. Um, but to your I point earlier, to your point, okay, go ahead. go ahead, go ahead. No, 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 go ahead. To your point earlier about women want to be they don't want to be put into a box, a sexual box, because that's what a lot of people think. When they think of women, they think of these sexual beings, as opposed to being able to, you know, do other things outside of that. I've noticed a lot of times women that are really attractive try to do like uh, polo, like they try to do all this other shit. And mentally, sometimes I'm like, you ain't got to do none of that shit, girl. You're fine as hell. Why are you trying? <laughs> but that that kind of fits in your point of women want to they they don't want to be put in this sexual box and be known for only one thing well i've kind of found that when women realize they like you they start to become a little goofy because Very they're much, much so. more comfortable they're more comfortable yeah they don't have to be cool 
they don't have to be cool exactly so women are because they're women and because of how patriarchy works assigns women all these unnecessary cool points right and <laughs> and what a lot of women have communicated if you look at like insecure is their own awkwardness you know what i mean like they, mm. they feel very awkward in a lot of social situations and they don't want to have to carry the burden of being the cool one the mature one the all-knowing one the woman the one with the the prize the thing that you're seeking they don't want to be an object that you're trying to attain they want to be themselves objects keyword so when they're being themselves you know and they're becoming a lot more goofy that's a special special moment and you know something to be cherished and for me again that comes from being present i would say um where men could learn to be better predominantly everywhere is recognizing that 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 moment is all that you have and people yeah. don't like to waste a lot of time especially within this pandemic so yeah. it's like if i got if i did my hair if i got if i got my hair done yep. it's been 45 minutes putting on this makeup yep and decided my outfit a week ago and got in my car and gassed it up and or took an uber over here yep. <laughs> you know what i'm saying <laughs> and you're on this fuck boy shit i'm out <laughs> You know, no, do you know how mad I would be if I had <laughs> if I had all this hair and I had, right. had to go do it? <laughs> Paid all this money, sat in this chair, talked to these bitches about their husbands, and then I came to see a <laughs> bitch ass. <laughs> you know how mad I would be. Exactly, dog. Thanks for the steak, nigga. When you go, <laughs> when you gonna be real about yourself? Also, most women know right away if they want to fuck you or not. Yeah, but that's the thing, though. The, I, they, you're talking yourself out of it because of your fuckery. Well, that's what I learned <laughs> in my 20s, is that yeah. I've talked myself out of a lot more pussy than I've talked how myself much, into. How much <laughs> do you think, dog, that's a fun thing. So how much do you think you've talked yourself out of? Oh, I, I can't. I don't even want to get into it. I don't want to. dog. Because number one, I went to Howard University where we have the baddest women on the planet. And the, at the time that I was going to Howard, the ratio you know? of girls to guys was 16 to one. Mm. So I know I talked myself out of a lot of pussy. Dog. A lot, a lot. Do you, dog, the regrets? The, I don't have the, any, well, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, what does the dude say? I'm not gonna be stupid enough to say that I wanna live, <laughs> I wanna die with no regrets. Like I wanna have a bunch of regrets, right? Yeah. But, <laughs> There's a couple of women at Howard, particularly. Oh. I'll say a handful. There's a handful of women at Howard that I'm almost certain I, I would have smashed. When did you had realize? I talked myself out of it. When did you realize it though? This is this is the sad part. I realized you it realize as I was it? stepping out of the door, like stepping out of the door of their dorm. I was like, it's, oh, I, I could have hit. <laughs> it's it's so quick when you realize it. It's always the second after you couldn't get it anymore. It's always like, oh no, oh, oh, oh no, <laughs> it's, I can't read. You ever watch those old cartoons, like He-Man or something? And his, he was always like, got to get to, <laughs> that's exactly what it, it's but right see, there. But see, and you're like, and it's moving and you go, oh, <laughs> it's it. just out of reach, yeah. <laughs> It's like when you dive for the like, uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You dive for the ball at the end zone, and that shit is just beyond your fingertips. Yeah. 
you're so confident up until that moment. You're well, so confident you're talking and, and then you go, all right, well, I'm gonna see you later. And the second you turn around, you go, oh, no, no, fumble. <laughs> oh no. Here's here's where I am in my journey, dog. Here's where I am in my journey. Number one, I've learned to be very forgiving to the to young Russ. Yeah. And to stop assigning so much blame and judgment and critique and criticism to young Russ. Because largely when we're in school, we're inexperienced, dog. You're gonna do a lot of fuckboy shit because you're mad and experienced. That's why a lot of women in their twenties date older guys, because they don't wanna if they wanna have to go on this journey. They want to do who's experienced, so they don't have to, they want to learn, they want to be trained and taught, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, they want to um, learn something. And they want to go somewhere, they want to go on a journey, they want to have an experience, but right. um, what I recognize is there was such a, who said this to me? One of my boys didn't lose his virginity until like mad late. And he largely is living a better life because of it, because he, because he wasn't so like caught up in trying to get pussy. Yeah. Right. And I remember like, chase, I think it's a CK joke. He's like, I wish if I was, sometimes I wish I didn't have a dick so I could just think <laughs> I'm saying for yeah, like man. five minutes. Dog, that time right after an orgasm is so clear. <laughs> it's just clear and honest. Dog, it's, it's, that's so much clarity because you're not chasing it. You already, you just got it. Before, maybe five minutes later, when you kind of want it again, like she's walking around naked and you go, ah. but that that moment right after orgasm, mm-hmm. you're like, oh, I got to get a lot of shit done. But I found it goes like, away, man. Right after uh, orgasm, I just want to be held. I just want to be cuddled and I want to be the little spoon and I want to be told that I, I did the damn thing. We got different yeah, ideas. I want to be affirmed. <laughs> and then I want to be left the fuck alone. <laughs> we got different ideas of post-coital, man. <laughs> I just want to be left the fuck alone. Because here's what I found. Is women start casting their spell right after you come. Because they know that's the that's the weak they, moment. They start with that. Are What's you the sure spell? you don't want to be married? Ooh. Are you sure you don't want to have any more kids? So no more babies for you? Like, I want baby. I want baby. I, can right. we have baby right now? Well, you, you want baby? Because you become very like like Putty. soft yeah. in that space. So you're like, oh man, you know, kids are so beautiful. Would be and nice, man. <laughs> I like Sometimes babies. Uh, <laughs> you get a lisp, you get a lisp for some reason. You know, I like babies too. <laughs> they soft, they sweet. You know, and you can swaddle them. Yeah. Well, here's the thing where I find that behavior to be really problematic is because a person that will try to take advantage of you when you're vulnerable Mm-hmm. It's a trash motherfucker. It's a piece of shit. Exactly. It's a trash motherfucker. So, yep. so on the front end, when guys are trying to pursue women, you can't be that trash nigga. And on the back end, after you hit, they, they don't need to be trash women. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So it's like, again, we're all, we're all complete disappointments and failures and problematic. Dog. And the second <laughs> that we get into that space, yep. like where we can all understand that we're some shit, then we can really get to this other space of like getting better. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know. Like, I feel like dating for me has been very fun mm-hmm. because I'm learning a lot. I, I don't quite accept what everybody's saying about how trash it is because it hasn't been in my experience. You ain't dating online. That's why. 
Well, I just don't think it's necessary. It really isn't. The only thing is, is what are you doing to meet new people? And it's just, it's a, it's, I told you, Doc. I Greg Giraldo. Greg Giraldo had a joke. Yeah, that's true. But it's people you know. I want to meet new people that I don't know. Partially. Right. Um, you fuck people that are familiar, Doc. Yeah, but I also want to meet. I want to meet new people. I want to meet people out. First of all, I don't like people in my circle. That's why I have them as friends. On, <laughs> I'm not attracted to people in my circle. And they're really? not attracted to me. We're legit friends. <laughs> I don't have well, see, I, friended see, to I would, people. I would push back on that. I think that Speak on it. I think that it's weird that people would think their friends are not attractive. I don't I'm because not saying that one, I don't think because number one, you attract who you are, right? That's one thing. Two, I feel like fucking your friends, and Ashley Mayo has a joke like this. <laughs> Is the, is the best thing to do because you know them because you know them and they're not gonna try to fuck you over right um, and three i feel like when you say that you can't fuck a friend what do you think about fucking like what do you think fucking is what you'll do with everyone else but your friend that's a really like uncomfortable type of thought like, what do, you, what do you think fucking is? Like, what are you doing when you're fucking that you wouldn't want your friend to experience? You know that your friend is fucking, and you know that you're fucking. Right. Why are your friends, why are you not trying to fuck your friends? And it's, it's just a strange thing. Russ, it's strange is, to me. This is where you start going into space pimping, because <laughs> that right there sounds like some A-ball MJG shit, what you just said. So listen, right? Your friend is your friend and they fuck it, but you fucking over here too. So why come y'all can't just share a fuck? Like, I don't, I don't understand. Right, so, well, here's, here's my theory on that. Right? <laughs> my theory is you don't fuck your friends age because of how right you there. treat the people that you fuck. I get what you're saying. Right, don't so get that me wrong. to me is I problematic. I get what you're saying, I, but I don't think it's problematic. I just think that if you're friends with somebody, I got a lot of female friends, lady friends, friends that are women and we ain't gonna be fucking because that's a different relationship. And I don't mean I'm good and they're gonna be in love. What I mean is on the back end, are you two go we all got friends friends is friend is such a uh easy word to use when you talk about somebody that you just know because yes, that you part. can it could mean anything of course it's so obscure it's right it's it's that's my friend yeah we used to fuck 20 like animals you know 10 15 years ago okay but now we're friends y'all ain't friends y'all just waiting on each other to be single to fuck again i just okay you can't you can't you can't i'm talking real friendships people that i've met and the reason why I wouldn't have sex with them is number one, because they don't want to. Number two is because I don't want the, <laughs> I don't want the that awkward. Part. You got to remember they have the choice, but right. consent, consent. Right. That's what I'm waiting for. But they have to be on the back end though. 
See, I always think of the back end. How is she gonna feel after this, right? Which is something that I never, I never took into account when I was in my 20s is how is she gonna feel after this? Is she going to feel special? Is she going to feel like she was used? Or, Damn. but that's a lot, Tim. You're not being present, dog. But I've made some mistakes. Trust me, I've made some mistakes with that too. Why are you more concerned with how she's going to feel afterwards than you are in the present and how she's feeling? Because sometimes the present can, can, you can be, you've seen comics go on stage and they don't know what the fuck is happening in the present, right? They just plow through. My thing is, I don't want to just plow through. That's a bad way to say it, but I just don't want to plow through. I want to make sure that all, all people's emotions are taken into consideration. Yeah, don't get me wrong. That's different from what you said before. What you said, what you're saying what did what you I said say before, before was, like, if you're, if you're worried about how they're going to feel afterwards, you're not being present now. I right? didn't say that, did I? But I that's what I was, I was offering to you about what you were saying, mm. right? But what I'm hearing you say now is, like, if you're okay, I gotta make this very. Clear. I think you may be looking at it a bigger picture than I am. No, I'm just looking at the situation at hand. Mm. What do you think is happening when you're in the bedroom with a woman? It depends you're on more the woman. concerned about what's happening afterwards. It depends on the woman. woman. It depends on the woman. So trust me, right? When we talk about women being comfortable with us, we also, yeah. we also, I also have to be comfortable with them. Right. Cause I've had situations where I was like, oh, she's not feeling this. Okay. It, so it could be either, it could either be either before or it could be, I had one particular situation where I knew that the, the young lady wasn't feeling it, but she didn't say no, but I knew she wasn't into it. So I said, oh, let me offer you another option. How about you either can stay here. This is me putting, while I'm putting clothes on, you can either stay here <laughs> and we'll go to sleep. And I remember this vividly because I was like, oh, this is where dudes get in trouble. And that's not the first time that I've had to do that. Right? She wasn't saying no. Yeah. She was we were in a in a you know compromising situation but i was putting clothes on yeah. i gave her her clothes yeah hey listen why don't you put these on why don't we just you know talk and cuddle no cuddle yeah go to sleep because i gotta get up yeah in the morning if this isn't gonna happen why would i continue if you're not you know okay what she didn't argue. She didn't is... argue. What, I, what I'm talking about is a lot of times, I don't think that, um, now this is also when I was younger. I'm not saying women, that, women of a certain age, women of a certain, something, something's happened. They may not be able to say no. Because you hear about these stories of women that haven't said, I just froze up. I've had a couple situations, more, that was the closest Another situation I had where I was a woman that was really drunk and we were out. Right. Stranger. She was, and she was like, we're going to go to your place. And I was like, you're too drunk. 
Well, so I was looking for this. her friend. Her friend was looking dead at me. And let I was say, like, let me say this, Tim. I pointed at her. Is this your friend? And she said, yes, that's my friend. I was like, why are you mad at me? I told you about her. I could have took her out of here. Well, here's the so thing. I'm just trying to keep I'm I'm trying to make sure that everyone's that that their feelings are considered. Trust me, I've gotten that wrong too. Talking about is I've gotten that wrong too. I'm not saying I've been I'm completely right every time, right? (laughs) But what you're talking about is enthusiastic consent, or lack thereof, or lack thereof, right? And what's happening Mm -hmm. for a lot of women, especially in the age of like Me Too, and all of these things becoming very revelatory, Mm -hmm. is that women are articulating their experiences where they've been made to feel uncomfortable in a very Mm -hmm. in a situation where they're very vulnerable yes and because they know that men can have a huge capacity for violence they don't feel safe saying no Mm -hmm. right out of concern for their safety exactly so they'll try to you know um convey it in other ways right um and what you're talking about with enthusiastic consent is your own personal responsibility and accountability to be aware in that moment and right. saying, hey, Shorty, I know it's, it's evident to me that you're not into this. Right. This is not something that we have to do. Right. That is what everyone needs to hear. Like if there's anything that like centers and grounds this podcast episode in particular, is that is that everyone needs to understand that people, number one, often enter situations where they're excited, but then they become less than excited and they're not into it anymore, which means that they can, they reserve the right to change their mind. For whatever reason. For whatever reason. For whatever reason. You it farted. could be anything. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm sorry, I'm, dog, it could be anything. It could be, right. man, this would probably be better tomorrow. It should, it, it might be yeah. another time would right. be. And, I didn't realize what that was. I just thought, oh, she ain't gonna be into this. Right. I didn't go, the 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 patriarchy is is being <laughs> right. I am bra- I was like, I gotta go to bed. I wanna go to sleep. Right. I'd been hanging out with her for, you know, all night. And I yeah. was like, well, I'm gonna get hopefully we can, you know, because we've been hanging out all week. And I well, was like, oh, this isn't like <laughs> This is this is the thing, and at that point, of course, that that hasn't been talked about in as oh. much um, in in depth like it has been now. Well, because men are in this in this current generation, <clears throat> a lot of men are coming to realize that they've been bad actors. A lot of us have been bad actors. Speak on that. Well, it's just like we've learned a lot of fuck shit from fuck boys. Mm-hmm. And then we've rap. taken that fuck shit and we mm-hmm. and we've behaved in concert with it. Mm-hmm. And we're like, oh, it's problematic when you have to convince a woman to sleep with you. Or right. oh, it's problematic when, you know, um after she said no 90 times on the <laughs> 91st time she said yes. Yeah. Or mm-hmm. it's not okay, you know, or it's perfectly okay for a woman to decide that after. She's been texting you, sexting you, sending her pictures of the pussy, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Um, you know, told you how much she wants to suck you off and then gets mm-hmm. to the bar. And you know what I'm saying? You take her back to the place and she's like, I'm sorry, I'm tired. 
like right. all that's okay. Like, yes, though, all of these things are okay. Right. Right. We've all, you know, been in situations where we have to be mindful of, you know, our behavior and, mm-hmm. and in compromising situ- situations. And for me, it's just like, um, what, what is incumbent upon us as men is to speak very openly about these experiences so that, you know, the brothers coming up behind us and the brothers in our circle are aware that this is not the stuff that you want to be participant in, right? If you're going to be, you know, in engage with women and you want, and you're concerned about the safety of women and you're concerned about women have a good time, um, one of the ways that you need to show up to protect women is to be personally accountable. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, hey, right. I know this is what I wanted. It doesn't seem like this is what you wanted. Right. We do this another time where so, we could not yeah. do this at all. Mm-hmm. You Don't know, be so and I've been in that situation, you know, it's okay to be frustrated. Like I think a lot of, of guys and a lot of women have expressed this as well. Mm-hmm. They feel some type of way for disappointing guys. Right. Yeah. Or for you know, for guys being that, frustrated with them. Yeah. You know, they don't want to be they're they're people pleasers. They don't want to be exactly. Um, they don't want to they don't want to what's funny, you, you keep you you keep saying that they don't want to be disappointed. They work hard to not disappoint. Exactly. So exactly the, the Speak no, on it, Tim. how they feel is the there's a I guess there's a pie chart of <laughs> do I want to have sex now or do I want to risk this person either not liking me or talking shit about me after this if I say no now and forever mm-hmm. you know sometimes they give you the uh, you know let's try another time and whether or not they mean to have sex with you another time that's not your decision but at that you. moment, yeah, she doesn't want to have sex. So what you have to do is you have to, and don't get me wrong, it wasn't easy to do. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't easy to do. I didn't have a lot of blood in my head. Right. <laughs> but I knew at that moment, like, this is where I get... I don't know if something happened before that or whatever. This was not that long ago, though. What? Not that this that this incident happened. It wasn't that long ago, but it was at least seven, eight years ago. But here's what I here's what I say to all men. Like I said, it wasn't easy. I just re- I just read the room. Here, but here's what I say to all men. <laughs> it sounds bad. <laughs> like I'm doing a thing. <laughs> I just read. I just read the room, guys. <laughs> here's, here's the thing that a lot of people fail to do. Right. Men, women, and they. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Check in. Yeah. Look at the face, man. No, not it. No. Go Fuck ahead. Look. Speak on it. Speak Check on it. Check in. Speak on it. Check. Legitimately check in. Hey, how check are you in. doing? You mm. know what I'm saying? Is this still something you want to do? Hmm. Right? Are you, is, are you, is it, do you like when I touch you like this? At the risk, at the risk of or killing, killing the momentum, watch killing this. the moment. Here is, here's a gem for all the, all the brothers out there mm-hmm. and women out there. And white dudes, go ahead. <laughs> Fuck white dudes forever. <laughs> but here's, here's where we are. Here's where we are. Do you want to have sex? Hmm. 
Ask you almost if you look back through your own like mental Rolodex, dog. Mm-hmm. Think about how many times you've asked that question. I bet you it's less than a handful. I, I bet was, you. I, I bet I, you it's less than three fingers, dog. I could either, I could either tell she didn't, or I could <laughs> tell that she did, but I never asked. But watch this. Joe. I just, this, I just kind of always knew. Let me, let me, let me give you the language. Do you want to have sex? Is she? Oh, I thought you were gonna give me. Some you thought I was gonna give you some, like some G <laughs> shit, she, right? No, she, it's the is same. Is she shit. wet? Is do she? Do you? No, it doesn't. None of that matters. Is she touching you? That's one it, thing. None of that is matters. She t- is she touching you? None of that matters. <laughs> is she touching you back? No. What I mean is the the because we we we're talking about the 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 lizard brain, right? Yeah. If you're trying to escalate to sex, yeah. if you're if you're if you're the one that's the aggressor. Right. If you're touching someone to have sex with, they don't have clothes on or they are missing certain certain some of their clothes and they're not touching you back. There's. I wouldn't I wouldn't ask any more questions at that. Or I would just just ask you would ask the question. Do you want to have sex? Right. And that's fair. If the answer is anything but yes, <laughs> you have all the information you need. And for me, it's mm-hmm. like, you know, I was, I was, uh, I was at this bar. This is before COVID, and a shorty walked in that I had met before, and I always thought she was fly, and I kind of thought she, she thought that I was fly. Was her name Renee? Go ahead. <laughs> This is about this honey. Get a love, I need to do a thing. I want to do a thing with Dom about the top hood um, love songs. Uh, love songs, yeah. Yeah. I get a love is the law that I live by. Day by day, I wonder why my shorty had to die. That's Go ahead. Is, that's just epic. It's dog. So shorty came in the bar, and and the, the, what reminded me of it to cut you off again is that you said shorty. Go the ahead. gratuitous use of shorty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think he meant bitch. Go ahead. Right. So shorty wop came in the bar, son. <laughs> right. <laughs> anyway, so shorty came in the bar. started feeling on the chest. She started feeling on my. <laughs> yeah. And I don't have oh, to stress that shit. And I don't have to stress the rest. Do you know how much of a gentleman you got to be? Stress the rest. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's Mr. Cheeks. You're a gentleman, man. <laughs> he was like, I'm not going to tell you how I busted them. Yeah. I'm just going to let you rip- know. Uh, after we both smoke uh, high, a woman that's high, nigga. Go ahead. Um, I like how we so talked she, about that shit, and then we talked about. <laughs> we're everywhere, dog. This, oh, is, this, is, this is true barbershop talk now. She was consensual. So, Go ahead. Shorty, um, she came in, and she was looking fly, and she was with her friend who was bad as fuck. Right, right. And so for me, one of the things that I've had to learn. Is to do, is to choose the women that are choosing you. Mm. This is a very important lesson, Doug. It sounds like it's going to be a good story. Well, it's no. Listen, listen. It this was a good story because of the knowledge, right? So I could have just been speaking to the badass friend, but I was like, Nah, I'm not. I'm not going to play myself because I know better. Whoa, right? Because I know Shorty and me had vibes before, so I'm not going to fuck that energy up. I'm going to stay where the flow, I'm going to stay in the flow. Right. So anyway, um, she comes in, we're talking, you know, she's telling me this story about, you know, ex dude or whatever that she's into, but she's not really sure where he's at. Da, 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 da. 
and I'm telling her about where I'm at and, you know, just get out of a relationship, blah, blah, blah. You know, and we're having a real good chat. You know, her knee keeps bumping into my knee. Lots of, lots of shoulder incidental contact. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Lots Arm of touching. laughing with the mouth open. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Leaving her mouth agape. You right. know what I'm saying? So I leaned over to her and I was like, hey, right, can I'll I kiss you. you? Okay. And she was like, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't think I should. And then she goes, well, I feel like if I don't, I'm going to regret it. And I was like, well, this is your choice. And so we just started kissing. It was amazing. You know what I'm saying? It was fucking amazing. Did she feel on your chest and did you feel on her breast? (laughs) You don't have to tell me the rest. There's no need for me to stress the rest. (laughs) (laughs) Boom, boom, boom. Produced by right. <laughs> no, but here's what here's what I think. It's this um the 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 center of this story is it's okay to ask for what you want, and it's also okay to hear no. Definitely. You know what I'm saying? It's fine. You're gonna no be is just fine. No is important. Man. No is you very grow important. You grow off rejection. Well, not only do you grow off rejection, you grow off of recognizing people's boundaries and asserting your own boundaries, hmm. right? So it's like, there's this um, woman that I follow on Twitter. She's phenomenal. She, I think her name is Marion, um, but she's an energy healer and worker. And she's like, she's always offering like wisdom. Right. And one of her things was like, one of my favorite mantras is no. Hmm. And it's just so powerful because it's so simple. Because a lot of times we feel like we have to do shit for people to keep them around. Right. at the expense of ourselves and it's okay to be like no nah, i'm good you know a lot of that is where i've had to be in this dating life now it's like where shorties are like y'all want to get married and have babies and i'm like i don't want that so, yeah you gotta let them know early no i'm not interested and they get the choice and it's really hard when you're like no i'm not interested and she's bad as fuck yeah but then you have to be true to yourself to be like oh if i just acquiesce to what she wants i'm not i'm not being honest yeah and i'm doing this out of a spirit of lack like I'm thinking I'm going to miss out on something by being mm-hmm. who I am. You know what I'm saying? And that's you, just, ever, you ever seen Baby Boy? A, the A Thousand Times a Day to the Show right. on BT, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> there's, a lot of, there's a lot of fuckery going on in there, right? There's a lot of, lot of nonsense. But in that, one of the things that I, that I saw was interesting was um, when, when um, Tyrese started selling, when, when Jody started selling, Clothes. Clothes. Yeah. And the dude was like, do you know the difference? And his mom, actually. His mom told him, do you know the difference between a shyster and a salesman? Mm, yeah. And she gave him that wisdom. She gave him the wisdom, right? A shyster or a salesman will sell you something and you'll feel good about it. Yeah. Right? A shyster will sell you something and you feel like you got took. Right. And you don't want to be, especially in dating, you don't want to be a shyster. <laughs> you want to let them know up front what they're getting into. And that I think that's important for a lot of people because on the back end, once again, I always think about the back end for me and for any, anybody that I'm, that I'm dating is if they know up front what they're getting into, they can make a decision. And, and that's everything. You ever heard of plausible deniability, though? Yeah. 
where what politicians use a lot of times. It's what politicians use a lot of times, but also I think that's that's one of the key principles of um, being men being. Do you think so? <laughs> Plausible deniability. I think I think it's the, I think it's the opposite. I think it's the well. You know what it is. It can be. It can be maneuvered. It can be compromised. So if you give women their plausible deniability, their story, if you will, then they can kind of rationalize either sleeping with you or doing whatever with you without feeling, going back to your point of the social things that they have to deal with. They can, here's, they don't have to feel, they don't have to feel bad about I'm it. I'm not fucking with them women. <clears throat> like I'm fucking with grown ass rich witches. Women with their own money. It's very specific though. That grow their own vegetables. <laughs> no grown ass and, and rich. make their own like body creams and hair treatments nope. and shit. No grown ass rich vampires. No grown ass rich no, uh, no. werewolves. Dog, witches. I'm kidding. I'm trying to make it funny. Go ahead. Witches, dog. Because it's like. I got you. I, listen, if you don't know what you want and you're grown, don't let me tell you. Like, I don't, I'm not going to be the one to tell you. I'm going to tell you what I want. You might not and listen. don't just tell me what I want to hear either. Right. Like, one of my things is um, sitting in discomfort. Hmm. It's, it's something that my uh, marriage counselor offered to me and, uh, and my ex when we were, you know, in, in treatment. You're going to disappoint people. Mm -hmm. You're going to make mistakes. You're going to make yeah. bad choices. You're going to hurt people. You're going to do all of that. And when that person articulates to you, you've done those things, mm -hmm. you need to have the capacity to sit in discomfort hmm. and feel that. Yeah. Like, oh, I feel disappointed, ashamed, frustrated, sad, upset that I hurt you. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to do that. Right? Help me understand how it is I hurt you so I can be more compassionate going forward, so I can be more empathic going forward, so I can be aware of what not to do and how not to treat you, and I can know better how to love you and respect you and be kind to you because mm -hmm. this is what you've articulated you need. A lot of times, though, we get caught up in relationships where we're just trying to guess, right? And, yeah. and people are like women, a lot of women do this, you know what I'm saying, where they're like, um, well, you should know. Nick, of course. Bitch, you should tell me. <laughs> well, <clears throat> that's the, so the emotional um, maturity that a, that, a, that, that a lot of women have, it has been compromised at some point. Yeah. Either by an ex or by their, uh, by their, some, someone in their family, father. Yeah. So, that's where that can be thrown off. I would say for the most part though, they're pretty, they're usually the ones that are like on point with communication. So yeah. anytime they aren't, there's always like a, what happened? Like what happened here? Like what's the situation? Either you don't feel comfortable telling me, you don't, you don't think I'll listen to it, which I think that happens a lot too. Cause we're so like, Aloof. Part of it. Part, dismissive. Yeah, aloof, yeah. Dismissive. Yeah, I'm not, yo, I got it. Don't even, you know. So, which I don't want to give them excuses like that because 
you know, but there is something to that of being with someone for a while and them not, you don't trust them with, you know, information about you. Well, here's, here's where I'm with that. And this is, you know, this is some real, this is speaking the real. I've been there. Yeah. You know, I've Me been too. in a relationship of decades. Yeah. Where there's things that have been revealed to me that were that I was very taken aback by. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, why wouldn't any of you told me this before? Because you didn't listen. Or I didn't, didn't think you would listen because you don't listen, right? Because I don't listen. And that was one of my, like, primary things that I, like, was horrible at. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? I was a horrible listener. Mm -hmm. Because for me, it was like, um, well, when is it my turn to speak? Or... Uh, what am I? What is my face supposed to do while I'm listening to you? Because you're talking for a real long time. Or, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or, man. Or like, I, am I supposed to remember all this? Oh, like, what did she just say? Or like, I don't know, all that kind of shit. You know what I mean? Because it's just like, ninety percent of the time when people are pouring out, that's just what they want. They just want you to hold space for them. Yeah. Like, will you sit here and be <laughs> present with me? Yeah. While I articulate these things, because. Most of the time when someone's running their mouth, they don't even know what they're saying. They just need to get it out. I, so I started, I had this joke and I've been doing it ever since I started. I've had that joke for a while actually about listening to women and understanding that they're not, they don't want help. Like they don't want to be, they don't want advice or anything. Yeah. And then for a while, I think I, I, I was either dating someone that made me come up with this one. It just never worked on stage. It's like, um, you ever check the mail? <laughs> That's what listening to her talk was like checking the mail. Right. I had to sift through a whole lot of nonsense. <laughs> and then it would be like, you're going to jail tomorrow if you don't pay this thing in there somewhere. So yeah. I had to find that in there a whole bunch of nonsense with one very very important piece of information that i might need so yeah it's a lot of holding space well look here here's I'm a, I'm a and we this. do it too that's the funny thing we just don't do it to that degree we just don't do it that much well here's what i will say a lot of niggas are uncomfortable pouring out to women a lot of dudes would rather talk to their boy at length about things that they could speak to their woman about, but mm -hmm. they're concerned about how their woman is going to perceive them. Perceive them, yeah. So for me, when it comes to like that part in the listening to women and they're like going on and on and on, and you're trying to like siphon through it to find the thing that's relevant or matter right. or pertinent you're trying to make sense out of something when they're just talking right that's and the, the, and and what you really could stand where you could stand to like contribute to that is to again check in mm -hmm. so i'm hearing you say this of course yeah okay but we were talking about this before does this it, you know is this where we're going you know what i'm saying and, and it's I'll okay you to know. be like like i just i'm just or you could try to restate like just to clarify like yeah. hey i'm not I'm not really following you yeah, you know, before we were talking about X, now we're talking about Y. Sometimes she might be like, "Bet," you know what I'm saying? 
thank you for reminding me. I, you know, got a little off track. That wasn't really important. You know, mm-hmm. it's not like people out here. You know, there's people out there with ADHD. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. <laughs> they're just yeah. be talking at night. There's people like myself who are just long-winded and lose themselves in conversation. Right? Mm-hmm. It's okay to be, to get to again check in. Be like, hey, shorty, when we started talking, you wanted to sit me down because you wanted to talk about X subject. We're not talking about X subject anymore. We're talking about Y. Is that in scope? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But you still got to listen to get to those points, though. It took me a long time to figure out how to do that. Because I would, like you said, I would figure out what faces to make, and I would make (laughs) those faces. (laughs) (laughs) I would make the faces, and I would be like, I'm listening, I'm listening. But I I would be so busy celebrating that I didn't hear the last three sentences that she just said. A thousand and that, percent. That was the 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 warrant that I that I had. But um, there's no real warrant. I was joking. But um, it took a long time to actually sit and listen. But when I started to, that's when uh, there was a breakthrough yeah. for me. Anyway, I felt better. I felt like I knew more about her and her personality. Yeah. And I felt like the relationship was, I felt like it was a lot stronger, but to get to that point, you know, the men are usually, we're pretty, um, we, we like results. And sometimes those results don't come immediately. They take a while. So I had to exercise some patience as well. Yeah. I'll give you, I'll give you two real life things for me. So one, I want to just offer that most people, again, are really bad listeners. I think so, too. So this is where we can learn to be more forgiving towards ourselves, especially our former selves. Right. Um, I was a horrible listener um, throughout my marriage. And it wasn't until like the, the end of my marriage where I really started to practice listening. Like, um, mm-hmm. Something I th- um, with my marriage counselor, my therapist off- offered me is um, it's called authentic engagement. So it's like, there's different ways people communicate, right? Um, there's, you know, uh, passive style, passive yeah. aggressive, aggressive and assertive. Right. And, this, and when you're assertive and, and authentically engaging one another, that means that, you know, you have wants and needs and your partner has wants and needs and they both matter. Right. Right. When you're listening and when you're authentically engaging, like you want to know, you want to know what they're offering. Mm-hmm. And you want to be aware of what they're offering and you want to be, you know, tuned in. And that's where the checking in comes into play. For me, um, one of the things that I regret in not listening is that um, I actually realized that I wasn't listening. And so, <laughs> so when I started to practice listening, she would just throw out random shit. Mm-hmm. Like, like legitimately like, oh, and then I went to the moon and I would hear it. Right. And I would wait until she was done. And I would say like, hey, you mentioned going to the moon. <laughs> Why did you say that? Like, what, what, was that relevant to the story? Mm-hmm. She was like, oh, I didn't think you were listening. Oh. And it was like, you know, that, was, that hurt, dog. I was like, fuck. Like, I've been this guy for a long time. Uh-huh. And so like now, you know, because we're, you know, active co-parents, you know, I'm practicing listening a lot. Yeah. And, you know, it's, there's times where she'll just sit and we'll just be talking for like what what feels like hours, dog. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, <laughs> and I'm sitting there just like marveling at like like how much she's pouring out. I'm like, yo, you had all this in you. Yep. And you know, 
it's funny because like the niggas, the niggas that get a lot of women, they yep. know how to listen. Yep, they sure <laughs> do. They sure do. If you want the authentic, once again, it goes back to context, right? So a lot, right. sometimes women are in the context of finding a man. They may just yeah. be on the on the, but the ones that are the they're never they're never single. That guy. He's got a lot of women. They make them feel he makes them feel special. And you know, that's what that's what I would say we strive to be, you know. Not on a pimp, not on pimp shit, not nothing like that, but more so like I have a I have a, a cho- I have choices. I don't just have one, I have maybe two or three nice young ladies that I'm talking to and listening to. And Here's what I say. I think that far too often we celebrate and laud this idea of pimpery, right? Young what dudes. We fail to remember is that pimps exploit women and take advantage of vulnerable women. Yeah. It's okay to be a brother who's entertaining several women. Of course. Without exploiting and taking advantage of them. Exactly. Yeah. And those women, here's the flip though. Those women are also dating. Never forget, if you've ever seen American Pimp, right? You want to you want to really be a pimp? Take check out RL in that in that documentary. Okay. When he had the problem with the white girl, right? Okay. Didn't I tell you not to drink that shit? Now she all sick. She can't go out to work. Now he's a pimp, right? He's supposed to be a pimp. Everything that he says, she's supposed to follow as law. And she still won't do what he says. So that right there should let you know, oh, they, that, is that the hard part they talk about with being a pimp? No, it's that they have free will and they're not in total control of them. They're, that the lifestyle that they've chosen is because they're in a predicament. They have daddy issues or whatever kind of issues. They're broken or whatever's going on in their life. And that guy is taking advantage of them. So it's not something to be proud of. It's not something to be, you know, you use pimp as, yo, I'm pimping these hoe, ha ha, in your 20s or whatever. Some of y'all in your 30s, but it's not something to be proud of. You still got problems. Yeah, I mean, look, look, there's, <laughs> these there's pimps got to listen. These pimps got to listen to their women too. <laughs> there's, there's two sides. There's two sides to it. Right. A, a pimp is a predator. Yeah. And, yeah. and preys upon vulnerable yeah. women Trouble. who are young, yep. largely young girls. Like Drug children. addicts. Yep. Right. Get them and then they on expose them to a life that is very violent or, and to get them addicted to drugs or alcohol or whatever the fuck. And they use them. They exploit them for money. Right. When guys who are fascinated with pimp culture are excited about the peacocking and like all the pageantry and having women around them that are willing to do like circus like pornographic tricks right mm-hmm. now here's the here's the gem women want to do pornographic circus shit to you feel but they don't want to feel like you're gonna run their run your mouth about them plausible put their business in the street 
plausible deniability. They want to be that woman for you. They want to be for doors. one person. Yes. Or they might want to be that one, that freak chick for everybody, but behind closed doors. They don't want their business to be in the street. No. Because they're, again, they're worried about being perceived. So here's where I'm with it. You have to be comfortable telling women that you're not interested in being in monogamous relationship. This is you. No, this is this is anybody it, who is who's fascinated with the idea of being a pimp and wants to okay. entertain a lot of women. Okay. You have to be comfortable telling women that you're not interested in monogamy, mm. and let that fall where where it may. And then you give the woman the choice about whether or not she wants to entertain that. Hmm. You know, if if she may be a chick that has a lot of dudes. And maybe she'll mm-hmm. offer to you, hey, I'm, that's cool because I'm dating a lot of dudes. Right. And then you have a real like breakthrough. Like now you have to both sit in that possible discomfort and be like, ooh, is this something I want to entertain? Right. You know, because a lot of people feel the need to compete. Where I am with it is I don't feel the need to compete anymore because I know my value. Right. So it's like, hey, if I'm with you and we're hanging out, you know, I want to I wanna be the center of attention in this present moment. But, you know, I don't want you constantly on your phone. Yeah. I don't want you looking at your watch. You know what I'm saying? I don't want you, because that means you're either not, you're not into me or you're too busy for us to be spending time right now. Maybe we could just do this at another time. Right. You know, I just want you to be present. But again, a lot of what I'm talking about, not a, what I'm practicing is very difficult stuff. Being present all the time is difficult. Yeah, That's when you got eight women, you got to... <laughs> You can't be present with one when you got eight, nigga. I'm talking to see. That's where we differ. We were talking about this before of, of how sick I am of the game. How though? Because well, you've been in the game a lot longer than I have. I've been in the game. I was in the game before, and I'm in the game now. Yeah. And I'm sick of the game, but I'm not at the point where I'm not gonna play the game because I'm good at it. I just don't. I'm like Michael Jordan now. I'm like, I'm good at it, but I'm like, you know, I'm about, I'm about to retire. Like, my calf muscles ain't as big. Like, I'm, not, I'm sick of the, the nonsense, man. Like, but I know this is a necessary thing that I have to do to find the person that I, that I might want to be with. But the poly thing, I can't do that either because that's too much. I don't have a whole lot of bandwidth. If I'm going to be with one person, I'm going to be with one person. And I think that might be the other issue with dating for me, too, is that I don't have a whole lot of bandwidth. And then when I got one date and then I got another one, I got to line up another one with this. Where am I at with her? Oh, I'm on date one. So it's going to be a whole lot of, oh, so where did you grow up? And all those dumbass questions, right? As opposed to. You already know the dumbass question. You already know the right. I know. I need you to already know the backstory. I need you to already have a, a you know, a, a, a playbill. Like, but that's me being lazy. So I got, I just got to go through all of this, all of this nonsense again, playing the game. Well, here's what I offer you again, Tim. Learn to love the game if you want to play the game. Yeah. Right? Who loves it's like, the game? It's like, it's like um, Nobody every, loves every comic goes through this where you get tired of telling your jokes. True. Right? So what do you have to do? You have to write. 
Yep. Right. And so that's where you are now. Okay. So you've been running this, this playbook mm -hmm. for X period of time and you're exhausted with it. Okay. Well, go back to the, go back to the tape. Go look at some game footage. <laughs> go look at some old saying? videos. <laughs> yeah, go look at, go go see how you know, Dr. J did the finger roll. Right, you know what I'm saying? Right. Mm -hmm. Go look at the fader. You know what I'm saying? Go look do at look at the drop step. Right. Figure how to set your picks. But here's what here's what I'm really saying is, why don't you love it? Because the way that you're framing it is, I'm only doing this to find one person. That's the difference between monogamy and, and um, polyamory. Monogamy is this thought process that you have to be coupled for your relationship to have significance. Mm. Polyamory says that I'm primarily in aware that I can love multiple people. And because of that, I'm prepared to accept what comes with that. I'm prepared to deal with feelings of jealousy, envy, frustration, possessiveness, you know, et cetera. Because right. this person that I love is also with another person when I want them to be with me. So how am I going to manage myself in that space, right? That's, that's where I think it's like a more honest way of living and a more authentic place of living because it's like ultimately what you're doing is being relational, right? I feel like primarily you learn the most about yourself in relationships. Like I have a relationship with you as my boy, right? right? I have a relationship with my children as their father. I have a relationship with my bunny as its primary, you know, caretaker. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I have a relationship with these witches that I'm dating as someone of interest, but it's very, also very challenging because witch, witches are all about, you know, magic and mysticism. Yeah. And for, you know, basic niggas like you and I, that Yo. it takes a lot for you to get up to that level. You know what so, I'm saying? So what you're also talking about now too is is levels, right? Levels. You're talking levels about, that. You're, talk, you're talking about, so at my level, right? <laughs> I can't date more than one person because I don't have time to be ripping and running back and forth. And... On the jealous side, I don't want to deal with any of that jealousy. I can handle, the other part of it is I can handle being with one person, learning that one person, what I've had a problem with and not being in a, in a super long relationship is maintaining the attraction between her and I. I've had issues with that. How do you and, speak to that very plainly? I don't think I'm following there. Well, she's maintaining the attraction. There's a certain, if you're with somebody for a long time, they get to learn you. They, they know everything about you, including all of your moves. So you have to either develop new moves or make those moves better or both. So uh -huh. I had, and to, to her credit, she didn't have a problem with it yet. I okay. did. I had a problem with it because of what happened when I didn't develop new moves. <laughs> I was, I, I got impatient. So that's where I got, uh, you know, I made a, I made a decision and, um, 
you know, now I have to live with that decision. But you're speaking like a diplomatic. Ethic. I'm speaking. That, see how see how I went politic, dog. I I, I jumped back and forth. Told you were Obama. being real for from a Obama, like, yeah, dog. I, I like jumped right back and told Obama, nigga, dog, and then you went back to well, uh, <laughs> I went back to, uh, look, so, uh, yeah. <laughs> Obama, Obama had vocal fry, man. Uh, whatever you're. <laughs> I wonder here's, if, here's, I don't if wanna, Michelle I don't ever wanna. caught him in a lie. He was like, well, I didn't eat the last uh, cookie. Uh, Malia may have popped in. Had a, had a here's, here's where I am with it, dog, because I don't want to be like, you know, you know, dollar therapist over here. You know what I'm saying? Dollar I'm getting therapist. therapy on every episode lately, so go ahead. Dom just but gave me some. It sounds... It sounds to me like you were you reached this you reached a plateau mm. and you were kind of tired of you know how you were showing up and how, mm. how you were moving and when the spaces you occupied and the people that you were you were you know paying attention to <laughs> and that's okay because what happens is a lot of people realize that there's that they're seeking more okay they've evolved past where they were Right. Um, and then what happens is when a person doesn't realize about you, like you, you're reflecting that, hey, I'm, I'm, I've grown beyond this. I want to yeah. do something different or move in a different space. Mm. When a person doesn't recognize that in you, it makes you feel ignored, dismissed, or primarily not seen. Mm. And when you're not seen, and when people assume a lot of things about you, that you're just this person in the box that they've known forever, if, if they become very incurious about you. And that's where the attraction mm. starts to fade. Maybe, yeah. Attraction has a lot to do with curiosity and fascination. Yeah, mystery. Yeah, mystery. That's where we go again, right? Adventure. Yeah. So if a person's incurious about you, of course you don't feel as attractive. Of course you don't mm -hmm. feel as like, you know, like jazzed up and motivated to perform, right? right. You don't, you're not going to want to like bend over and kiss her butthole. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, right. Hey, Last time you tried that, she got all up in arms about the shit. Da, 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 right. Oh, <laughs> hepatitis. You know, there's, there's no heat of the moment. You know what I'm saying? No. That's, me, that's the move. It. Oh, you you're kissing my butthole again? Oh, yeah, here we go. You tried that in 87. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. So for me, it's like, again, having a willingness to sit in discomfort and be right. like, hey, I know that we primarily did missionary before. For 15 minutes on Tuesday, and then we, right. you know, we might hit it from the back of the bathroom on Thursday for three and a half minutes. Right. But now I want to do seven minutes eating your butt in the couch. You right. know what I'm saying on Wednesdays. Let's, let's give it. Yeah, let's give it. How another. do you feel about that? You know what I'm saying. And then right. you have to be willing to sit in the discomfort of her saying, "You nasty, tell me more." You know what I'm saying. You have to. Of you course. Nasty the paw, the pregnant pause. Yeah, where yeah. You yeah. feel like the where's this coming from? Rejection and abandonment, which everybody has. And right. then the the response, tell me more about it. Then you can right. grow. Yeah, yeah. Like you can be like, I knew you was a freak, bitch. You know what I'm saying? Like I knew <laughs> when I met you, you was a freak because of how you used to talk to me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and now you're reminding me of that freak bitch that I liked before. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Let's get back into that. Let's keep reinventing. Reinventing. Yeah. If so. you notice a lot of a lot of what women do. Here's what I do. Here's what I do. Did, okay, did you watch Watchmen, the original Watchmen? Yes, the movie. The movie. The movie. Yes. Okay. Um, Ozymandias, like the, the villain in that one. The purple He spends dude. a lot of time 
the purple dude, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Spends Fashion. a lot of time sitting back, watching like all 40, 50 screens about what's happening in the world. Uh-huh, yeah. That's how I treat social media. Right. I'm just back there studying. I'm like, hmm, a lot of these women are saying, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Right? And one of the things that women do, like you've watched very carefully what they post. They primarily post three things. Go ahead. Wedding pics. Mm-hmm. Vacation pics. Yep. And, you know, what they want to do with somebody's son. Right. Right. And what, what you see a lot of is women posting this picture where they're gallivanting off into some tropical escapade. Mm-hmm. And you just see a guy's hand holding no. theirs. I used, to do a, I used to do a joke about that. <laughs> It's 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 the yawning. It's the it's the man that's yeah. I, I not yawning, yearning. The yeah. man is yearning for her. It's but it's her face. But it's his. You just see a little bit of his hand, like yeah. Or you could see that's a pretty cool picture actually. It's always in like a field, and the man the and the woman the is reaching back or hiking or some shit. Yeah, that's that thing we were talking about earlier. It's just out of reach. Well, I almost had it. I would offer that it's the mystery man mm. that fits into the narrative mm. again that women love women mm-hmm. love a story mm-hmm. they're telling a story through instagram a picture right. of a thousand words yep. to all these other bitches that mm-hmm. this nigga is taking me off in this escapade don't right. you wish you knew more mm-hmm. who is he who is i don't he? i don't how know how he look how tall is he i don't know and neither do you bitch <laughs> <laughs> leave my man alone he leave my man the fuck alone <laughs> if you don't know who he is you can't fuck him <laughs> right. Or women told me a lot by posting their engagement photos where it'd be just a picture of a ring. Yep. It won't that be the dude. doesn't exist. That at all. It's, it's, not the, it's her <laughs> hand, that finger, as my grandma said, that finger, and right. that ring. Right. <laughs> the dude has nothing, ain't got nothing to do, unless he has something to do with the pictures taken. Yeah. But, yeah. But most of my game, and I'm, I can't even believe that I'm admitting this to you on your podcast, which is very popular. Mm-hmm. Um, most of my game comes from Biggie Smalls. Hilarious. Biggie Smalls was a obese, unattractive, half-dead-eyed nigga. Yep. Mm-hmm. That was a thug. <laughs> like yeah. he, was, he was all the like, mm-hmm. reproachable things that you could be. Mm-hmm. Fat, black, and nasty. But this nigga had game like shit. Mm-hmm. First of all, running up on a shorty. Mm-hmm. What did he say? Ask you what your interests are. Who you be Who with. You Things that make, you, make smile. you smile. What numbers to dial? You gonna be here That's for a while? Game, nigga. Like every like all you see on Twitter is women saying, I wish a nigga would take me here. I wish a nigga would take me here. I wish a nigga would do this. I wish a nigga. I love doing these type of things. I love doing these type yep. of things. I love doing these type of things. And it's yep. just niggas not listening. <laughs> it's like, I mean, <laughs> It's, it's, it takes practice, though. You know, you can't just walk up to any woman and say those things. Also, so I had a friend that would, that would do this, right? He would play the law of averages. Yeah. He would holler at every woman. That's not hey, me in college. The, what I'm going to say, yeah. Spray, heavy His, fire. Yep. <laughs> he was from Philly. He was real aggressive. He would just roll up to him. So what's going on, Shorty? What's happening? Like, what's, what's going on? Why you got these little pants on right here? Real aggressive. 
I love the dumb nigga. I'm questions. a Texas. I'm a Texas Why nigga. Why you got them pants up? Why you got what's, what's these pants right here? And and here here you go, right? I'm a Texas. I'm sitting. I'm listening. I'm in earshot. She go. I mean, I thought it was a cute outfit. I mean, it's cute and all that. I think maybe because it's just you or whatever. But you know. Yeah, that's like, called that's called negging. That's just straight up. Uh, that's called that's negging and gaslighting. You fuck with their confidence. Again, but once again, right? I'm off to the side. Little, little young Texas Tim, right? Hey, you wanna you wanna go dance? <laughs> so that whole that whole thing changed for me. I wasn't asking nobody to dance after that hey, shit. But see, I was walking up. This is '90s once again. I would just walk up and start dancing. They walk away. They walk away, right? So because Tim and I would you were afraid too. to ask for what you want. Eh. See, here's here here's what I'm saying to you, dog. Here's yeah, I was. Part. You can see. Yeah, here's that's the, true. I was. Here's the other part. Straight Most up, women. I was afraid to ask to feel desired. Of course, not thirsted after though. Not lusted. Desired. After. Desired. Hey, right. Shorty, I saw you across the room, mm-hmm. and I thought you looked really cute, and I was wondering if you would like to dance. Because not a lot of women are gonna be like, nah. And if they do say nah. Fine. Once again, the real the real suave chicks would be like, not right now, mm-hmm. because they care enough about you, or more so, no men's egos are so fragile. <laughs> yeah, it is, man. <laughs> that Oof. they don't want to be, you know, face like violent repercussions. You know, what I'm saying or consequences. Yeah, man. Yeah. But what you learn when you're confident is that rejection is going to come. Yep. And you can be okay with that. So for me, it was just like, I l- I learned that people are gonna accept me for who I am, take it or leave it at a really young age. Yeah. And I kind of just walked in that space. Um, so I would just be dancing my ass off in the center of the dance club, <laughs> you, know what I'm you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Sweating, like with a big ass smile. And this is back when I still had a gap, you know, before braces and everything, you know what I'm saying? Drunk <laughs> off my ass, high, yeah. just having a fucking good old time, yo. And shorties would be like, yo, why does this nigga get to have all He's this so fun? so happy. Yeah. Yo, and y'all want to have some fun? And, you know, yeah. and then, you know, what I love about 90s is everything was like competition. You know what I'm saying? So if you uh-huh. dancing your ass off, she yep. wants to dance her ass off. And, if, you know, if you dropping it, you know, you dropping it to the floor, she wants to drop it low. You know yep. what I'm saying? So then it became a thing. Mm-hmm. And then y'all sweating. Now y'all both thirsty. Now you have to go to the bar because you hot. Gotta go and then you drink. can drop the game. Yeah, that's yeah. how it worked for me. And as a kid, to so where I've done learned to evolve that game, right. it's just I just I just pour out, you know, just spread my light and my joy, <laughs> and then whoever sees my light, I be, you know, I become a beacon to, and I entertain the women that are, you know, enamored with me. So I got uh, I met this girl when I was in there the army, Dana yes. Fort Bragg. Dana yes. Fort Bragg. Story right? time. We're dancing. <laughs> We're dancing on the dance floor. Yeah, uh, we we would drive from Fayetteville all the way to this spot called Elizabeth City to this club called um, the. Ho-Hops. I think it was called no the Pimp Shack. Um, I think it was called the Big Apple. Bullets. So we would drive <laughs> all the, the way Crease. down there. <laughs> I, maybe it was called that, or it was called Liberty City, or something like that. Right? This was it like club. two hour drive? No, like an hour, thirty five okay. minutes, something like that. But. Um, dedicated far no 45 minutes that's how far it was 45 minutes okay. so met this girl on the dance floor um got a number right there 
And um, I can't remember what song was, but I think it was Lauren Hill. Remember mm-hmm. that that period of uh, that thing, the doo-wop yeah, 1997. song. 1997. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. That was a, a, a strong period in hip hop. Well, next, the last of the hip hop era. The next, yeah, the last of the, the very next song was Where the Hot Girls At by Master P. <laughs> Nigga, when I tell you, I started dancing, because that's what we used to do back then, is me and the South Boys, me and this dude from Florida, this guy from Alabama, and this other dude from, he was from Fayetteville, he was from North Carolina. When we hear the South Block, they'd have to play the South Block of music, right? Uh, Pastor Troy, Master P, all of them. When that song came on, we just, we just started break, breaking out, man. Martian, <laughs> I elbowed this girl in her head. <laughs> I didn't call her. What? <laughs> she was too close. <laughs> I didn't know she was behind me. <laughs> so... <laughs> you out here elbowing bitches I, I'm out here elbowing man if you standing close I don't know if she thought I I knew she was there but man we used to go buck wild Did when that shit out, came huh? on no man she got hit in the head pretty hard though and she was doing the nice girl thing where she was holding she was on the dance floor she was holding her head <laughs> <laughs> I was like are you okay Yo. Like, yeah, I'm good. I'm okay. I didn't call it, man. It's okay. No one's going to listen to this part of the podcast. Please. I hope not, man. We've been going for two hours. Three hours, nigga. It's about three, yeah. Where, they, where can they find you at, man? Let's, I could talk to you all night. You know that, but where can they find you at? Hey, I'm at Russ Jokes. S, at Russ underscore jokes on everything. You can find me on the interwebs acting a monkey. I got to break this one up, man. I got to. It's going to have to be a part <laughs> one. Damn, part I was. <laughs> Part three series. <laughs> Dog, always good talking with you, man. Always a pleasure. Um, Likewise, brother. I like hit you earlier today and I was like, yeah, we should pause sometime. And hey, I'm good tonight. What's happening? Hey, man, we talked about doing Thursdays, <laughs> dog. We should just do Thursdays. We dog. should, man. Yeah. I think we should. Yeah. Link on Thursdays. On a talk regular some thing. Shit. Yeah, talk some shit. Um, this time it was, I think it was mostly women. And, you know, we could talk about women all day relationships and, and everything. No, so. I could talk about women all day. I know, man. Black um, women particularly. Yeah. They're so fun, dog. Yeah. We, you know, <laughs> we have different... Out of the game, dog. Different, I'm sick of it. I'm sick of it, but <laughs> don't get me wrong. I love, you know, I love the what happens sometimes, but, you know, it's just tiring, man. There's a lot of, you know, a lot of effort that I have to put in. I'm excited. And I think it would be any either way. So, you know what? I'm excited because I'm very curious about me. Mm-hmm. I'm very curious about the world. Hmm. And uh, there's a lot to discover out there, dog. I'm just, I'm just, I feel yeah. like Kobe when he first came in the league, dog. <laughs> <laughs> and that afro, that nappy ass row. You know, he... I just want to play just, basketball. He's just green, dog. He's just yeah. so green, yo. Yeah. That's where I am with it. It's like, I, I mean, I got a little basketball. bit of wisdom. Yep. 
I got I'm some just, talent. I'm I'm largely just green, dog. I just want to hoop. Yo. <laughs> yep. I just want to hoop. <laughs> yep, I just want to hoop, man. <laughs> Jacking up threes from everywhere, dog. Everywhere, yo. I, so <laughs> what, I missed it. I scored yeah. 12 this game. All right, well. Right. <laughs> I was shooting, though. <laughs> yeah. I didn't make it, but I was shooting. If you know you, you're going to miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Right. <laughs> miss And miss is a woman's name. So I ain't trying to hear nothing y'all talking about. <laughs> Thank right, y'all man. for listening, man. Appreciate you coming on, brother. Peace. Yeah, man. Well, yeah. Russ Green, once again, man, just three hours. I'm looking at the timer over here. Three hours. And um, I think we could have kept going. I don't know if y'all would keep listening, but so I don't know if I'm going to put, I'm just going to put this one out, man. You listen to what you listen to. You got all kinds of stuff going on this weekend. You're going to clean your house. Um, Listen to this. (laughs) It's going to take a while. Um, I don't think I have anything coming up necessarily. So hopefully you guys stay safe. Hello, Belgium. Hello, Canada. Hello, UK. Hello, Japan. What's happening? Russia. That's a weird one I'm terrified about, but keep listening in. It might be Eric Snowden. Who knows? Edward? Edward Snowden? Which one? Whatever. Um, Keep listening. You all keep listening. Thank you all. See you next time.